Anyway. Yeah, check out those games on that game. <laughs> I want you to talk that way the whole Wednesday, Brian. That would be awesome. I think I would have to do some research because I'd start... It's my turn. Attack Christian. We need a safe... Safety zone. A safe word. <laughs> a safe word. The safety and, word is banana. And the safety word is carburetor. Perfect. That's not sexy could. at all. Oh, I guess that's the idea. It's you. You want it? It's like ooh, ooh, give it to me, baby, with your carburetor. Oh. Carburetor. I'm sure for some auto dudes, that's like a big turn on. Well. I can do also, and you don't want it to be too complicated, or else you're just like, crap, I don't remember what the safety word is, crap. Because if Danica Patrick said that, you know. Did he? Uh, or yeah, she. Yes. She? Danica Patrick is the hot, um, uh, what do they call it when they go around Indy in a circle driver? and all the hillbillies watch it? Oh. NASCAR. Is she NASCAR now? <laughs> I thought she was IndyCar. The GoDaddy. Oh, whatever, I don't know. She is the GoDaddy girl. That's horrible. Like, I have absolutely no clue who she is or what she does. Other You're than from West Virginia. Is, You're the supposed thing to is, know. She's not, like, super hot, but she's pretty damn hot for a NASCAR driver. I think she's... Given, given that we've got, like, you know, Dale Earnhardt Jr. A bunch of redneck dudes. Exactly. They, actually, you could debate whether or not she is or is not prettier than Jeff Gordon. Oh. No, that's 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 close. That's close he's a, he's a pretty. He's boy. very pretty. He's a, he's very pretty. He's a pretty boy. Uh, I guess we're looking at pictures of Danica Patrick now. If you don't know who she is, you should look her up. You should take a look because she is pretty. I know who she is. She's trying to look like Debbie in this picture. In which one? Uh, this one. Oh, jeezy crazy! Hold on. Uh, She's trying to trying to look a little Debbish, but it's not. Yeah. Oh, and failing. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> That's actually a really good picture of her. There, there's other ones where she's not looking so good. Most yeah. of them, she just kind of looks like a whore. Well, <laughs> yeah, the one with the, the go daddy black thing, leather. Like yeah. they're because they're trying to make her look like a whore. That's the whole point. It's the go daddy girls. Yeah. Got to give a whore a break. Come on. All right. <laughs> That's what my mom always told me. All right, you guys ready to record? Yes. <clears throat> cool. The pre-show cough. <laughs> pre-show cough. Everybody got the pre-show phlegm out of the way. Welcome to the Avant Card Show podcast, a premier podcast that focuses on the more ca- – is that a good energy level that I'm doing here? Focuses sure. on the more casual aspects of our favorite game, Magic the Gathering. Anything you may learn that is useful in a competitive tournament environment is purely accidental and if i had the ability to come up with something witty each week i wouldn't have to read this paragraph verbatim each time one of these days brian i'm gonna f- i'm pretty sure brian put that in for you right i he, he tricks me i don't know how he knows that i'm gonna actually our sponsor this week is cold stone creamery mmm cream i'm your host christian wait was that a double entendre or something <laughs> what <laughs> It's like when I, when I wrote that in my brain, there was inflection that Christian just chose not to put in there. <laughs> I'm not going to get too sexy about it. I realized it was a uh, innuendo <laughs> before I really Try showed how I really like Cold Stone Creamery. Yeah, give it a, give it another go. All right, our sponsor this week is Cold Stone Creamery. Mmm, cream. No, that's not no. that's not how you wrote it. That's no better at all. Well, I'm not going to say it like I'm like. He wrote it as like, mmm, cream. There we go. Well, oh, man. When it says M-M-M-M, 
period, 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 period. C R E A M, comma, comma, comma. That's what it means. <laughs> Were those commas uh, deliberate? Yes. <laughs> I see. Clearly, that's flex marks. I don't think the listeners really want us to hear me do a, a sultry version of it, but I'm glad. I hope, but I, I think they I bet do. they're glad that Debbie did it. Though. Here's the thing, though. What they did hear was Christian trying to be sultry, though. <laughs> they got, they got yeah, I got to be sultry. Our, our sponsor this week is Colstrom Creamery. Mmm, cream. Thank you. Whoever just put the A in Creamery, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Just so you know, listeners, uh, we always put together a little um, list of topics that we're going to go through and everything. And there's always, whenever there's even the most minuscule of uh, of uh, spelling or grammatical errors, um, then uh, Debbie or I gets into a... Christian, I think it's fairly obvious to our listeners that this thing is, is very well scripted. It's, <laughs> I don't think you need to tell them that. There's a well-oiled machine in this mofo. The only issue with the script is that Debbie said she missed me last the last podcast, but I always mess with the script. So mm. I'm big, usually the biggest troll to the script for her. I miss him. <laughs> I miss him in spite of the fact that he turned stuff colors and I know he's changing balls. colors during so the show is, during the recording. If anybody has ever seen Fraggle Rock, Andrew mm. is the Fraggles and Deborah is the Doozers. Mm. And she That's just true. goes around and she just tries to build and build and build and fix. And the Andrew Fraggles comes around and just tears it all to pieces and it up, and eats it. Nom 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 nom. And then he sings a song and waves around his little head hair stuff. Yeah, yeah. His little dance he carries away. Da, da. And, and Deb just like, ah, gotta go back to work and just start to. <laughs> People really should dance their cares away. Well, welcome to the show, everybody. Um, uh, my name is Christian, Rock. and we're here with the rest of the Fraggle Rock, apparently. Uh, Brian, Bobo. Andrew, and Debbie. You're, you're who, Bobo? Gobo, Windley, Gobo. Red. Windley. What was the name of the artsy, uh, tall... Gr- Mookie. Mookie, that's right. Mookie. She was cool. Yeah, Red was kind of cool, but she, she was, was a little... Stoner. She was the stoner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The artsy ones are always the stoners. On Skype, I'm being told that Andrew, uh, Andy, may or may is not be dead, sneezing and dying. But then he said, "Hold on," after he was dying. So, I think he pulled. Well, no, because he didn't say dead. He said dying. So he's dying. he's oh, still so... in the process of dying. Okay. <laughs> like, argh. I was gonna say, welcome back to Andrew. Sneezing so many times. Wow. <laughs> if he was dead? dying, he wouldn't have bothered to type out "hold on." <laughs> The cave of R. Perhaps he's dictating. <laughs> yep. Awesome. That was a little undercover um, uh, Holy Grail reference to those. Is there any any listeners who don't know Holy Grail references? If they don't, they should stop listening. They, please, yeah. they smell of elderberries, obviously. So, yeah, so in, the, in the Judge IRC channel, Sheldon and I started running the whole I didn't know you were named Dennis skit. <laughs> In the in the IRC channel, and so many people were like, "What's going on? We don't understand. Are you really named Dennis?" You do realize man. that's because a lot of the judges are like eleven. Really? That's no excuse. Is there an age uh, age requirement for being a judge? I think you have to be thirteen, right? Is it sixteen? Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of a, a, a guideline because normally you've got to. You've got to be able to carry yourself like a judge, for lack of a better word. <laughs> like a nine-year-old right. probably would be able to deal with uh, right. a, a, a rambunctious, like, oh, wait, I can't name names. Here, I'm going to type it to the Skype. You type it this over. Is, this is who I was thinking of, a nine-year-old trying to handle. <laughs> That's my name. Yeah. 
So we thought we'd do a couple of shout-outs, and we thought we'd put it in the beginning, because we heard that during the last half hour of our show, where we... Uh, ramble? Where, where our drinks are really hitting us, and when we are starting to ramble and actually don't talk about magic-related stuff uh, at all. Can we talk about magic-related stuff? <laughs> yeah. I'm not understanding this conversation at all. I think Christian should tell a story about how we have a listener who likes our podcast, even though... He doesn't play magic. Yes, that's that's this uh, this guy named Kai. Uh, he, I, I guess, he found us. I don't know how. Is and, he related uh, to you? Yes, he's my brother-in-law. So that's okay. probably how he found us. Uh, <laughs> but I it's think not... it's funny that our percentage of magic content is such that somebody cannot know what magic is mm-hmm. and still follow along in our podcast. <laughs> right, right. Well, I didn't. Uh... I'm actually a little depressed by that. <laughs> I didn't. I wanted to protect his anonymity, but uh, now it's, well, then, it's out there. Right. You can you can cut that out. Oh yeah, my or, bro- or my brother-in-law. Just... I'll like <laughs> put his name. This backwards. guy who's intimately uh, familiar with Christian. Yeah, with my <laughs> wife. Intimately <laughs> familiar. <laughs> I'll let you deduce what that means. He knows my wife really well. No, that's not a good way to say it. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah, that, that's Has had intimate relations with my wife. Well, that, definitely not that way. No, I no. don't mean that kind of intimate. I mean the other kind of intimate. I can actually hear him deleting the podcast right now. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so he listened to the podcast and liked it, even though um, he doesn't uh, play magic or know much about it. So I was thinking to myself, that probably means that we really don't, don't talk, about, talk about, magic about magic very much on the podcast. So in this episode, I think we're going to try to talk a little more about magic. But... Uh, <laughs> But we got the we got the shout out out of the way, so if we get bogged down with actual content that we're supposed to be talking about, then he already heard his uh, his little hello. So I like how you just mentioned that we might get bogged down with magic content. <laughs> it might slow us down a bit. I know. <laughs> it might get in our we way. Get into we try to navigate ball. around it. <laughs> um, what do you guys got? Any shout outs? Since we can uh, go through these real quick. Ooh, I want to do yes, one. Yes, Brian. Okay, I want to give a shout out to Coldstone Creamery. Mm, cre- no, um, I want to give a shout out to Jacob Basil. Mm, Basil, Basil, Basil. Yeah, he's a guy with a soul patch on his chinny chin chin. Very dapper looking man um, who submitted to us on Facebook. Uh, were we? Were we? Talk about how much the pirate tribe sucked on air or off air. On air, I think. Because I said I wanted to make a pirate deck just because I like pirates. He submitted a C-class tribe EDH deck. It's sweet. It is great. And by it, it's it's really it's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's on tapped out with the general is Ramirez de Pietro. Um, de Pietro, who, who I'm going to refer to as as a he. Even though it, with those luscious locks, it's a it, he. Well, it says in the flavor text that it's his something, but but you just add a little bit of like curvatures on the art for the shirt, and it could totally be a chick. Um, well, it's but, like uh, it's like uh, Johnny Depp has eyeliner in the pirate movie, right? Don't yeah. you knock Johnny Depp? He's awesome. Oh, he's awesome. Reason I like pirates so much. I'm a ninja, so I'm not al- allowed to. Like, well, you're awful. Pirates. You're an awful, awful person. We're so so his so his EDH back to oh sorry <laughs> Pietro. So his his deck is you know 
Yo ho ho and a bottle of rum. Yo ho ho and a bottle of rum. I mean, it's cards well like Drowned and Cloud Pirates and Ghost Ship and Skeleton Ship and Coastal Piracy. And I like his little quote about it. He's like, a high seas adventure. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, this is awesome. Out, which is nice. Prepare to, to take it the high seas. Yeah. Your Captain Ramirez de Pietro. Everything in this deck is either a pirate or ship or something that allows you to steal something. Prosperity, war tax, opportunity. So... What, when I was reading this, all I could think of was, like, every time that you were playing, like, obnoxious cards, you'd just be looking at them and be like, Arr, I'm here Arr. to inspect your cargo. <laughs> 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 That's awesome. I'm going to have to put it in the old show notes so that everybody can see it. I'm sure it's on the, fa- oh, it's on the Facebook, it's on right? Facebook. It is on yeah. Facebook. Okay. Yeah, everybody check out on Facebook, Facebook. I have a shout-out. Oh. To Philip, Philip Heckman, who has my back, BT Dubs. Cool. So he said, I was listening to the latest episode, and I was disappointed to hear that you were convincing Debbie to change her white elephant deck. Oh. That's right, Philip. These bastards are trying to make me change it. First of all, the idea of a white elephant deck like a white elephant sale indicates that it is something substandard, which, what's what's a stronger word than substandard? Sucks. Uh, full sucky, standard. Sucky, sucky, full sucky, full horrible. Brand. Sucky, 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 horrible. Crunchies. <laughs> All right, so that's sucky, what my deck horrible. was. It was so much worse than substandard, which it was supposed to be because they're, you know, crappy class that's... tribes. So, secondly, the image of flying elephants due to bladed pinions was so reminiscent of Dumbo that I began singing about how, and I'm not going to try to sing this because I know you guys you are going to yell, it. but I've never seen Dumbo. <gasps> I've never You're seen Dumbo. <laughs> So apparently there's a lyric that said, I'd seen everything when I see an elephant fly. Fly, yes. Sure. Stick to your guns, Debbie. Flying white elephants are so many jokes rolled into one deck that it's got to be good. So there you have it. I'm keeping my white elephant deck. But you care nothing keeping my flavor white elephant. he just made a full flavor-based argument. Yes, but it was with flying elephants in it. <laughs> and it was, <laughs> okay. it was an argument for Debbie. How can you hate so, on that? Sure. Flying white elephants seems fun. Yeah. Awesome. So what I'd like to what I'd like to point out is sucky, 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 horrible. Not as good of a sales pitch as sucky, sucky, five dollar or anything. That is um, true. That is true. Yeah. Make I a note to remove that. Me love you almost no time at all. <laughs> <laughs> I want my money back. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Maybe I'll leave that in. <laughs> Uh, All right, uh, quickly, back to... (laughs) Yeah, Andrew's got... Oh, magic, deck. Yes, it's a great pirate deck. Ready. Um. (laughs) All right, so I've actually got three. One of them is actually not going to be random, though. One of them goes out to to, uh, Tossus in Germany. Yes. Because he sent Trevor, Patrick, and I an email on the other podcast I'm on and said that he really enjoyed our show and that he went back and listened to the previous seven episodes. Wow. Andrew, what Wait. is that podcast? <laughs> that one reminds Debbie. Find really? Does it, does it have a blog? <laughs> Debbie, why don't you introduce them to the blog? Can I? Because I love the name. Go it's ahead. Bajuka blog. That's Get so it? awesome. Uh, it's like a magic card. That I actually play. <laughs> Which one? Which so. isn't, it isn't white bordered. And it has a new font. I love it. Oh, oh my goodness. And, and it and totally it, screws someone over, which I love. My other two, I picked out the best name and the best profile picture of people that I hadn't seen before. Best profile picture, Andrew Pedley. Good. By far. He's got a, a stick finger, 
or a finger, sorry, a finger with a face on it, and then a drawn gun with blood shooting out on the side. Looks pretty can cool. You link, can you link us to it? <laughs> yeah, I'll link it. There you go. Okay. I remember that one, but it's good. Here we go. And then who's the who's Best next name? One? Mahamadu Magiraga. Mm. Oh, that's awful. That. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like when you were describing it, I was like, I can't picture this at all, but that. Alright, I'm is putting that on the Facebook page. Is brilliant! <laughs> Alright, I'm putting that on the Facebook page. He's getting a little, he's getting a shout out right now. I think, I think, I think the fact that the, the little face drawn on the finger is like all scrunchy eyed, <laughs> instead of like, like well, a normal. Well, he's a sad face. Clearly, he's depressed. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. He's not happy he's with his life. Blowing his brains he's out. He's taking it. <laughs> but those are yeah, suicide is funny. <laughs> I hear it's painless. Hey, that, that's what the MASH thing You is. haven't seen Dumbo, but you've never... You've seen MASH? So, uh, Andrew, uh, this won't get any more. First of all, I have seen every episode of MASH, like, in its entirety, because I love it. And second of all... Um, what was that? What, what was that song in? I have an excuse for knowing what it is. It was in something else. I don't um, remember. Anyway, I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I, love it. I do. I, lo- I listen through it. I've seen, I've seen every episode of Mash. I have every single one. There's not very many like, things that I've seen every episode. Like of. Hawkeye is like my boy. I, love I didn't like Hawkeye. What about Radar? I, I like lips. Radar. Hot Lips was the bomb. Hot Lips. Hot lips Radar. looks like she got punched in the mouth. Like so, base. So you're complaining about every character I mentioned, but yet I love the show. No, I love. I liked Trapper. I liked Radar. I liked. Um, oh, I loved. Uh, what's his face? Charles Winchester the, the third right. or whatever he was. John Abishai. John Abishai. Is he there? Dude's all over the place. I think he was. He's a hustle. He was in it. Is uh what other? You said you have more uh, shoutouts, Andrew. Oh. <laughs> I completely <left> forgot. <laughs> it was, it, it was best name, and it was like Mahamadu Magiraga, Mmm Magiraga. Nice. Oh, nice. nice. There we go. He probably knows Those that. Are random shoutouts. I want to hear from you guys. Right. <laughs> you gotta at least say hi on the Facebook. Yeah. We have mentioned your name. Yep. Yeah. Brian, do you have any shoutouts? I already did one. I have a shout out to a planeswalker. Is it cough? Mm. It is cough. Baby cough is in my lap. So if you hear any in your lap right now, uh, noises, it's it could be Christian. (laughs) My wine ran out. It's most likely Christian. Like (laughs) (laughs) that's like when his his wine runs out. I know I have to tip the box. (laughs) But there's a possibility that it's baby cough, but it's probably Christian. (laughs) I wanted to give a shout out to um, I listened. I was listening to a bunch. I was did a, a road trip this weekend to down to West Palm, and I listened to a bunch of. Other podcasts, which I don't usually have uh, the chance to listen to, Commander Cast is great. I love it, and uh, hadn't heard any of it before. But those guys are really good and thorough, and it was like making me kind of embarrassed about our podcast almost, but not because really he, he's like okay. The first thing I want to talk about, and he's got like these well-defined, insightful, informative uh, music-separated, uh, you know, parts of the podcast and, and topics, and then. At the end of each one's, if it's long enough, he like even sums it up. I'm like, oh my god, and we're just like, Ur. 
Bukaki. But yes, but people seem good. to like Ur. Right, I know. <laughs> I know. So the world is big enough for both of our styles. And the kissing and the clapping. Yeah, don't forget that. And uh, and of course, it's such, such, such horrible. Sucky, 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 horrible. Sucky, 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 horrible. We should put that on our uh, website. And um, Horde of Notions, of course, is always great. Our friend, friend Hordes of the show. Hordes with lotion. Hordes with, Hordes with lotion. Uh, with uh, Chris Lansdell, who probably would prefer that we didn't that we <laughs> pronounce it correctly. Oh, I think Chris Lansdell's fine with it. He's probably fine with it. So we have an excellent show for you, as always. And, yeah, um, I'm not going to let you start yet. So, <laughs> okay, okay. What is it? What's we were, up? Dad and I were talking just like last night, and she said, can I, can I tell the story about the punching? The punching, oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh. Just like, she's like, you're like, just like talking, we got baby caught, and she's like, "Ow, stop her! I'll punch you in the face." And but she said, but she said it like, "I'll punch you in the face." And I was like, "Yeah, you know, you can only really the tone is what's important for like the first like four or five months, but after they start picking up like words, mm-hmm. you want to stop that. You don't want to stop threatening violence and stuff. Face. But yeah, it's sort of like it's sort of like uh, when they're that little. It's tone is what's important." It's not like with the dogs, the face, like, and that's where I got. I mean, we do that all the time. Is you threaten to punch the dog in the face, and they don't care because you know you give them food and you sound like you're happy. So, for any of you kids out there, any of you listeners that have kids, um, there's a book called "Go the Fuck to Sleep." <gasps> Go the fuck to sleep. It is yes. so awesome. I read it and I'm laughing my I ass off. I laughed my ass off. It's literally a laugh your ass off book, and and you know you have to do it with the tone, and then you might even have to. <laughs> I love the one. I don't remember. I'll have to actually look it up. But it's something about um, you're not you're not thirsty. That's right. bullshit. <laughs> That's bullshit. Hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually find it because oh my, oh god, my god, that made me laugh so much. It's really really funny. It's, it's funny even if you don't have kids because I don't no, have it's any. Not that one. It's the one about. It's the one about you're not thirsty. Stop crying. That's bullshit. <laughs> right, because it's the kid's crying and there's okay. no reason. So he's like, quit bullshit no, and just go to the. Not to thirsty. Sleep. I'm gonna look it up. Okay, here we go. I know you're not thirsty. That's bullshit. Stop lying. Go the fuck to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) That's so amazing. That's awesome. It's so true. It's funny because it's true. Yep. uh, Brian, if there's any other stories that you want to uh, put on out into the internet (laughs) via our podcast that will eventually... The cats nestle close to their kittens now. The lambs have laid down with the sheep. You're cozy and warm in your bed, my dear. Please go the fuck to sleep. (laughs) I thought you'd like it. <laughs> we read the whole thing the other night, and it was just we were just laughing. Fortunately, I can't. I can't. I I've missed my window to do this. I uh oh yeah, that's right. Because your kid, you, how old is uh? She, she could probably read it to me. All right, and she's how old is, is she? This, okay is, with that? this is the line that's my favorite. The eagles who soar through the sky are at rest, and the creatures who crawl run and creep. I know you're not thirsty. That's bullshit. Stop lying. <laughs> lie down. The lie the fuck down, my darling, and sleep. <laughs> No, no, the big thing about this book is the fact that the author made the decision to release it online before it was even released. Like, he released the full it, – it basically just let people steal the book. And so there was all of this kind of argument, just like the whole age-old argument about whether letting people download music actually, like, reduces or increases record sales. Mm-hmm. And this book was the number one bestseller on the New York Times list, and it hadn't mm-hmm. come out yet because That's they awesome. made the choice to release it entirely online. Right. Well, in this case, too, you want the book, the, the tangible book, because you want it 
You're yeah. not going to be at your computer when you're when you're reading it to your child, or well, you know, before before, before they can understand English, child. of course. Well, if your kid is in the crib crying, they don't know what you're. They don't know yes. English. I have a good grip on it, and I would hope you wouldn't read this to a kid that does understand English. No. But. <laughs> But yeah, that's awesome. So I'm sitting here racking my brain to come up with like a rhyme that the inline is. Can we please fucking start the cast? Start <laughs> the cast. I was. I, I noticed we just kind of skipped over our. Well, we deviated from the script this time. If you can believe this that. This time. And uh, we kind of skipped the intro t- of of everybody. But I was. Uh, I figured we put a little sprinkle, a little magic in here. We can but, deviate. Uh, okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you guys have a good uh, a good two weeks since our last uh... four weeks. Oh yeah. Andrew's back. Yeah. Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. Welcome back. So I, Hi, Andrew. I, it's the Welcome Back episode. Yeah, I broke my foot in December, like, really badly, and oh, I took the boot off too soon, so I had to go back to physical rehab for my foot. Oh, shit. So that's where I was. That's not good. Yeah. That's it was pretty bad. Like, I, I fractured three of the bones in my foot. And the doctor was like, well, I don't think anything's wrong anymore, so you can do what you want. And I was like, all right, I'm taking the boot off. And uh, that wasn't a smart idea. Wow, well, he sounded like he he okayed it. Yeah, he was okay with it. And then when I came back, he was like, you probably should have kept the boot on. And I was like, <laughs> Son of a... he told me I was allowed to take it off. Wow. Don't make me, don't make me take this boot off. Yeah. Did you That's kick him awesome. in the ass with your broken foot? When your doctor is like, oh, dude, you probably should have taken that boot off. And he's like, thanks a lot, asshole. <laughs> yeah. What's well, an honest doc, though? Oh, that's funny. That is funny. Mm. I mean, not funny. I'm sorry. That's not funny. That's yeah, funny. no, no. The, but it's no, funny. it is funny. The it's injury like, and pain part is not funny. Remember when I told you that you needed to have both your kidneys removed? <laughs> funny story. You need one of them. <laughs> out. Turns out you need one of them to live. And then your doctor's like, oh, dude, you probably should have kept at least one. <laughs> at least one. Boy, is my face red. Oh, Whoops. Oh, hey, Whoopsie. man, that one's on me. <laughs> I tell you what, man. Yeah, that's on me. My, my bad. Yeah. I'll remove your next kidney for free. How's that? Yeah, yeah. Next time, if you have kidneys and you're in here, then just leave one of them in there. <laughs> Trust me, you might, you might actually need it. <laughs> Oh, little baby cough has something to say. Oh, I thought that was you, Christian. Oh, no, I. Okay. No, that's little baby cough. She's being sad face. That is very sad. So she a wonderful new commander cards, and she didn't like them, huh? Segway. 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 Where's the segway siren? I found the book completely online. Sorry. Yeah, it's Sweet. amazing. I'll, yeah. You know the artist also on that. Uh, the artist of that book. If you are online checking out the book, find the dude's name and see the other books that he's illustrated because he's a great illustrator. Um, but it's really funny, the other titles that he just so happened to have illustrated. Uh, it's hilarious, the titles of these books. I guess the two of them work together a lot. Uh, Ricardo Cortez with a little thing over the E. Anyway, that's the illustrator. I don't always draw children's books. They use naughty words. <laughs> Awesome. Well, Brian, do you have anything else you want to add before we... Uh... No, I'll wait until we move on to the wait, next and then, uh, Before we get up. into that magic content that we're going to have to navigate around. Yeah, yeah. I figured we should... Yay! Commander decks. They Let's spoiled the full deck lists for all five of the Commander decks today. Woo. So glad we didn't record last night, because yep. this morning I would have been kicking myself, going, Why? Why? I'm going to... I'm gonna 
admit this now so that I have to stick to it. I'm going to get this podcast edited and out in like two days. I. All right. So. Speaking of Commander. They gave us the full deck lists, so all five Mm -hmm. decks. We now know they've officially spoiled the contents. They have not officially spoiled all of the cards yet. But mm-hmm. there's, that's never really stopped us from talking about stuff before. So, <laughs> wait, do wait, you wait, have? What are you did they about? just did they spoil all the cards? All the cards are they spoiled. Did. Are they? Yeah, all fifty-one. Wait, where, I, where did you? I know the names of them, but are all are all fifty-one? Uh, yeah. yeah, all fifty-one. If that's all the new cards, then all fifty-one well, not are officially then. Right. Um. Um. I'm pretty sure they are. Cause it's on gatheringmagic.com. Well, that's not nec- that's not official. Oh, I thought that was the oh gatherer is oh okay. Um, I thought it was the official one. You got the yeah, MTG I'm pretty sure they're all one. because the decks got posted like last weekend. Or a weekend? Not even that, like four days ago, Something four or five like days that. ago. Yeah, the decks yeah. have been out for a little while. All right. Well, so let's, uh, well, one of the advantages, I'm going to spin it as an advantage, of being a every two-week podcast is we have a dearth of things to talk about. Yay, That's right. A what? A dearth? I'm making up a word. No, you're not making it up. It's just it means not very much. It means scarcity. Then I used it incorrectly. We have an anti-dearth. 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 We have an AD. We have an under. We have... We have an under. <laughs> Sounds like a magic ability. <laughs> this All creature right. gains under. So, so, so um, Heavenly Inferno. Okay. So, command, the commander for this deck. Uh, uh, so, for, first off, I want to talk... Uh, I got, like, the Star City newsletter thing. They're selling cards from these things, like singles. Yeah. For, like... You, one of these things is like seventy bucks in singles. Yeah, at a ridiculous like, amount. Because like That's crazy, all the, all the big legends are crazy. You know, like six, seven, eight, nine, ten dollars. Uh, pretty, pretty ridiculous stuff. Can you believe? There it? are two cards specifically that people are thinking will see play in Legacy that are selling at twenty dollars each. Yowza! Which two are those? Uh, the red Chaos Warp. And Flusterstorm. Yeah, Flusterstorm looks like it's going to be a... That's cool that they took the opportunity to put some cards in here to battle some of the heavier Legacy decks. So then it's another reason to buy these. Um, This is just... Before we move into like the actual spoilers, this is something I want to bring up. That my personal opinion is that I think these cards shouldn't be played in Legacy or Vintage. I think they should just... like They shouldn't be legal in those formats. Hmm, why? I feel like this product was intended as a casual multiplayer thing, and it should have stayed that way rather than, like... Granted, most of these cards will never, ever see the light of day. I kind of agree with that. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Most of these cards will never see the light of day in these formats, but it also is, like, one of those things where it's... It it can bring up awkward situations where, like, your opponent plays one of these, and then you're just like, that's not a real card. Because maybe you didn't know about the product or something. Well, think think about from a legacy perspective. Think about like uh, uh, Mana Crypt. Okay, that was that was released via uh, it was like a magazine or a book way back in the day, and I think that's like the only one that's 
playable, but like Arena was done that way. There was like a, a dragon. Yeah, Jalili Dragon or whatever his name is. Ne- Nephilim Dragon. Dragon. Ends in an eye. Yeah. Then a giant badger, I think. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, but I mean, those, they made the decision way back in the day that like those OMG. cards were going to be where those cards were going to be legal, and this is, I mean, the way they've defined what's what's legal in, in vintage and legacy. These cards are, are included because that's kind of those are the those are the formats where you can play anything that's been printed. Yeah, I, I understand it. Like, it it just feels weird. I don't know. It doesn't feel right to me. <laughs> I agree that, it, that yeah. a casual product ends up being tournament legal. Like my best comparison is that it's their summer product, which has always been casual multiplayer, which includes stuff like plane chase and 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 arch enemy. Which I'm not saying those cards should be legal in those formats. I'm just saying I felt like this should have been just like, hey, we're printing these for fun. Um, hands off, hands yeah, off, hands off. guys. <laughs> you dirty, dirty, stinking tournament players, get your hands off. <laughs> get your hands, your hands off our fun shit. That's all. I just I, I wanted to bring that up as something I felt like noteworthy. Cool. I agree. Oh, so we were talking about the price. So there was an article on Gathering Magic by Jeremy Blair, who's one of their um, EDH writers, mm-hmm. and he said that so the, the deck lists got spoiled, and then you can add the cart because the Gathering Magic has that little thing. Whenever they list a deck list, you can click and it just adds the cart or adds the entire deck's contents to a cart. Right. Cool stuff. Mm-hmm. The cheapest deck would be Much over like sixty dollars. Oh wow! The Devour to Power deck would be 85 and this is without the unreleased new cards this is just the old stuff oh the ones that they had prices on right correct so oh wow the deal that you're getting on these by actually buying the deck is amazing i can't believe they're gonna put them they're gonna be sold in like targets and stuff i'm, it's I'm crazy. Sw- swinging down even though i'm getting uh, uh like the set of all five for our our thing that we've got well i'll tell mm-hmm. uh mana, mana pool already Talked about it because I was talking to you. So we are we are working on getting something with Sheldon. Uh, the mm-hmm. date had to shift around because he turned out to not be available this month. You mean Sheldon Mennery, the grandfather of? Um, I shouldn't say that. Oh yeah, that young, guy. The very young looking father of EDH. No, so, <laughs> so he's he's known as the Godfather of EDH, right? Which means yes. like Godfather, as in that's James Brown. Oh, what? Godfather. No. He's the, okay, so he's Soul. the Godfather of EDH, right? And so Godfather doesn't necessarily mean old. It means like the you know, the head honcho, the boss, whatever, right? Well, writers, and because everybody knows I edit articles for Gathering Magic, people keep confusing that with grandfather. So one of them called him the grandpappy of EDH. <laughs> and every time they do this, I edit that. Flattering. I'm like, if Sheldon sees that, I don't think he's going to like being called the grandpappy of anything. He's going to ban that dude in EDH. He gets, he gets all, he's just like, he's like, you know the, you know the only, give him an old joke, he's like, the only, you know what the only thing worse than being old is? I'm like, what's that? He's like being beat up by an old guy. Which is so true, because Sheldon looks like if he punched someone, they would fly backwards across the room and go through the wall like a cartoon and make that outline. Make the outline? shaped outline in the wall. So so let's let's talk about let's talk about some of these some of these decks. We we can talk about some of the new cards. We can also talk about some of the some cards that are in them. Like so, big woo soul rings. Wait, but what were you saying about getting all five? Oh uh, yeah, I think the devour to power. I'm going down to Armada. And they're selling these things for the release event. I mean, they're you know twenty seven bucks. You can get twenty seven dollars. Yeah, for one of them. So, I was planning on getting the one with the legendary ooze. This thing is is so cool. It's but you're my, already getting the blue green guy, that, right? 
What's that? Well, I'm getting, I'm getting the, I'm getting the five. Okay, as which is thirty five dollars uh, a piece, right? Well, thirty. I got it. I got it. I pre ordered it from Star City like a month ago. Okay. So I'm getting, I'm getting the five for us to do our thing, and mm-hmm. then for me to kind of hoard. But then I want to play on, you know, the 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 release party. So I'm going down to Armada in Tampa to hang out there. Apparently, there's a a bunch of uh, a bunch of judges are are gathering there, and we're going to sling cardboard. When is this? Uh, this is Saturday. How many players do they usually have in an EDH game? I have n- absolutely no clue. Uh, f- from what I understand, they had at the new Phyrexia pre-release, the like the midnight one. They had like a hundred players. Wow! At the midnight release. Well, this is so. in Tampa, though, right? It is in Tampa, yes. They also have a, a really, really, really super active EDH community in general. So yeah, that's that's the same place where on. all of Sheldon's, uh, uh, you know, uh, articles for Star City about the, the the league that he plays in. And there's a couple leagues down there. There's like one or two different leagues that meet on different nights, and they're all apparently pretty active, like twenty to thirty people per week. Cool, sure. which is awesome. So. So what so, you're saying uh, is so the so Heavenly Inferno. Let's just let's just talk real quick about some of the cards that that have okay. already been previously released that are in this thing. Okay, um, so we've got a Chroma Angel of Fury. Okay, uh, uh-huh. Angel of Despair. Okay, uh, Anger is a fun card. Um, if it's in the graveyard, it gives everything haste. Oh, Anger's uh, there. Yeah, Blade Bladewing the Risen. Fun dragon. The general for this is Kalia of the Vast. Uh, uh, she's the uh, she's one white, black, red for a two-two flyer. Whenever she attacks uh, an opponent, you may put an angel, demon, or dragon creature card from your hand onto the battlefield, tapped and attacking that opponent. So it's you know, free dragons, free. She's so awesome, and it's really cool because I mean, if you look at it, she's got like. Dragon slash demon wings and like angel wings and yeah. and like a, a, a slit up the side of her dress that goes all the way up to the hip. So I mean, it's just it's just win 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 all the way around. That's kiss kiss clap clap right there. Um, for show. Yeah, uh, Reaver Demon, which is a, a great fun card. Uh, is that the one that has the, the new card, Dread Caca Demon, in it? Uh, does have Dread Cacodemon in it. Cacodemon. Are we pronouncing that correctly, Deb? Caca. What is it? Dread Cacodemon. How do you spell it? C-A-C-O-Demon. I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) It's Cocoa Demon, like, uh, like Cocoa Crisp. Yeah, so Dread... Uh, Yeah. It's like a cereal. Demon is, uh, seven black, black, black. An 8-8, when Dread Cacodemon enters the battlefield, if you cast it from your hand, destroy all creatures your opponents control, then tap all other creatures you control. So it's like a Plague Wind for, I think, one more mana mm-hmm. that, granted, you can't just, like, destroy everybody else's creatures and then swing to win, but it's a, it's a Plague Wind for one more mana that leaves behind an 8-8 body. But if you have Lightning Greaves out that, that equips for zero, you can swing. Huh. Boy, Lightning Greaves sure would be a great card to put in this deck, it, then, wouldn't it? It, it would. It would. Oh, yeah, Lightning Greaves is in here. Oh, sh- man, I need another one of those. Uh, along with uh, uh, Comet Storm. I wonder which, which is- art. It's the it's the running, dashing art, right? The new art. 
Uh, Probably. You'll be surprised to find out that I don't know. <laughs> I'm shocked. You'll be shocked to find out that I don't know what the old art looked like. Right. And then, and then you have, and then you have, uh, there's a, there's a, a series of enchantments called vowels, um, that are basically, they give, you know, enchanted creature like vow of flight, which I don't, isn't in this deck, but it's a, like two and a blue enchant creature. Enchanted creature gets plus two, plus two, has flying, and can't attack you or a planeswalker you control. So you can put this on your own dude just for the boost, and then, you know, if he gets, like, control magic or something like that, you don't have to worry about it coming back to bite you. Right. Or you can put it on your opponent's dude, and it's it's like a, a, like a half a pacifism, but they can still attack everybody else. So it's like... Nice. You know, if you give, and if you give somebody a 10-10 creature, 10-10 mm. flyer, they're probably going to want to attack somebody with it. Right. Just saying. Those are great. I love these Just cards. Saying is all. That's cool that they're reprinting Prophetic Bolt. I love when they do these, and and, and Debbie does too for the same reason. It's because they have the new borders. Yes, I do. The new card templates. I like it. Hunting pack. Wow, these are these are great. Yeah. Uh, there's also uh, uh, you know this deck also has the Bassandra uh, Battle Seraph, which is the you know, the four fire for three red white. Uh, Legendary creature, angel flying. Players can't cast spells during combat. Um, target creature, target creature attacks this turn if able. Now that's a that's a really for for multiplayer. That's you know, I mean, you get you get to the point where it's like I want to attack, and and people, you know, people want to know who you're going to attack. I mean, you're you're basically. Shutting out, uh, they've got to do it before they go into the, uh, before they go into the beginning of combat step or even later. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got to do it during your main phase. They can't wait to see who you're going to attack if they've got that instant in their hand. Yeah. You know, it's also can... funny because, uh, you can put the, the new vows on your opponent's creatures and then make them attack. Right. So oh, right. And force them to attack. attack an opponent. That is. And they're going to attack whichever one that they can hit, and it's probably not going to die, and so they can do it again and again. That's beautiful. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just, you put a vowel on there, you can't attack me. Oh, by the way, that thing has to attack somebody else. <laughs> somebody else. You like that cough? That was Christian. Oh. No, that was cough. That was cough. You know what comes to mind when you think about it? It's like they're taking the politics that we all had to learn to survive in multiplayer and and making cards out of it. So that you don't actually have to say, "Oh, who am I going to attack?" and kind of give somebody the eyebrow, so they get scared and don't don't enchant your creature next turn or whatever. Yeah. All the stuff they have to do, you know. Usually, Brian just Jedi mind tricks you into attacking the person he wants you to mind trick to yeah. attack. Yeah. I do attempt to do that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Trevor, Trevor told me that he can't stand playing in games where Brian and me are playing at the same time with a <laughs> random stranger because that random stranger will attack Trevor every single turn. That is true. <laughs> oh, so when we were playing EDH, was it was it last week or the week? Yeah, before? it was last week. A- Andrew Andrew makes this comment on the other podcast that it's a thing with like him, where if ever someone says I'm going to kill you on the next turn, then mm-hmm. for the rest of the game, he he and Trevor and and Patrick have to do everything possible to like win. So we sit down and play the deck. I'm playing like I think my Kiki Jiki deck. I lay down a mountain. And I look over at Andrew, and I'm like, I think I can win next turn. <laughs> and he just he just looks at me, he's like, are you serious? I'm like, no, I'm not serious. Well, he did play Blood Moon, and I just sat there and stared at him awkwardly for 20 turns. 
you did something that was obnoxious. Oh, you cast, uh, shit. Like, I had two creatures out. Felwar Stone. Creatures out. I was getting ready to start rocking and rolling, and he cast Hollowed Burial, and all my dudes went to the bottom, and I was like, you know what? Ooh, that makes me sad. You get the finger, Blood Moon, (laughs) you stupid. (laughs) Island and big pilot non basics. I did turn into Oprah. How do you really feel? You get a mountain. You get. (laughs) Everybody gets a mountain. (laughs) The end of that game. Game was awful. It turned into like I had some kind of awkward lock with like a county ruins and oblivion stone, and everyone was trying to teach the the person left alive like what to do and how to survive. Mm-hmm. But we were just sitting there staring at each other for ten minutes. Ugh. Nice. But, yeah, this devour for power deck is really good. It's it's because like everybody in in uh, now that you have really really good creatures, it's everybody's using reanimator that I see that does that is jumping into legacy at our at our store that we play at. I notice a lot of people doing uh the doing reanimator. The mana charge dragon. So this join forces mechanic. So we'll, there's some. It's on some other cards, but it's mm-hmm. a it's an ability. It's a it's a, a an ability word. Um, and so it's it's a five five flying trample for six mana. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, whenever mana charge dragon attacks or blocks. Each player, starting with you, may pay any amount of mana. Mana Charge Dragon gets plus X, plus zero until end of turn, where X is the total amount of mana paid this way. Okay. Hmm. So, this is, Joy Force, this is like such the ultimate gang-up card, right? It's like, you know, shields are down on this guy. He's got, you know, he's at 30, but he's got a lock. Uh, whatever. He's going to win the game, but he doesn't have any flyers. You just take Mana Charge Dragon, turn him sideways, Throw all of your mana into the other people at the table, and you're just like, "What are you gonna do?" And yeah, they're gonna tap the mana, shove it in, shove that mana in sideways, and nice. So like, that's for people playing Zur the MF Enchanter. Whenever somebody's playing with him as the uh... <laughs> sure, I mean this this is this is one of those gang up cards. Death by Dragons is another one. Yeah. Each player other than target player puts a five five red dragon creature. <laughs> Lying on the battlefield for six minutes, so it's like mm, Christian. <laughs> how would it's like? How would you like a dragon? And you'd be like, well, Brian, I think I'd like a dragon very much. And I go, too bad, too bad. Getting one. Everybody else, though. <laughs> Such a nice guy. What? If you if you had said, well, Brian, I actually don't need a dragon. Thank you. I'd be like, oh, okay. Well, guess what? You could have a dragon. You could have a dragon. <laughs> Would you like a dragon? Wow. Why, thank you, sir. I would very much like a no, dragon. No, no, no. Since you want a dragon, you don't so, get to get one. Everybody I, else. Nope. nope, I lied. I don't need no stinking dragons. I, I, we don't need no stinking dragons. Targets I was just trying to be nice and not hurt your feelings, but I really don't want your fucking dragon. Target's already been chosen. Sorry. No taxis. Um, no I'm takes. the head judge, and I go ahead and approve a backup. On oh. There's no key point, counterpoint. There's no anyway. crying in baseball. <laughs> there's no there's no crying in death by dra- well there is. There's a chaos warp is there's chaos a warp is a cool card. Red and two colors for an instant. The owner of target permanent shuffles it into their library, then reveals the top card of their library. If it's a permanent card, they put it into the battlefield. That's that. Oh, that's Andrew. That's the card you yeah. were talking about. Um, it's like a red disenchant. Is that where you can make people? Uh, wait, what is it again? Which one are we talking about? Chaos Warp. It's a red and two colorless instant. The owner of Target Permanent shuffles it into the library and then reveals the top card. That's bullshit. And- Isn't that the way to get rid of people's commanders? 
Yeah, yes. you could you could do That's that. Yeah, awful. But and I mean, red. Like, if, they, the, if you're playing yeah, red, red and they've got like something you can't handle, like a mana reflection out or something along those lines, because red can't deal with enchantments, you're like, oh, I'm gonna get rid of that. You can you can get something else, but I, I can't handle that right now. It's an enchantment. Right. So. Well, they yeah, have, but it's also a way to get rid of commanders, which is awful. They have they have in one of these decks. There's a card called Spell Crumble. Which is uh, what is it like a hinder? Is that is that what it is? Like counter target spell. If that count, if that spell is countered this way, put it on the bottom of its owner's library instead of that player's graveyard. Then put spell crumble on the bottom of its owner's library. Oh, so <laughs> so basically, yeah. Wow. Which they actually are probably putting it on the bottom of your library, so, so it's, it can't it's get it back. Difficult to recur, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, bottom of bottom of your library is a pretty obnoxious place to put things. Especially right, right. if it's your commander. That Especially is, if it's that's really crappy. Commander. Your commander being on the I phone. don't like it when you guys put Savra in my library. It makes me mad. The deck doesn't work. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> that was a pretty efficient rant. Yeah, I don't like it. I'm done. Um, the the mirror mastery deck. Uh, this Riku of the two reflections guy is pretty sweet. Yeah. For two blue, red, green, you get a 2-2 two, two human wizard. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, you may pay a blue and a red if you do copy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever a non-token creature enters the battlefield under your control, you may pay a green and a blue if you do copy it. Wow. And it's just like, holy crap. I saw some surprised a little bit at the end. <clears throat> but, yeah, and so all of, all of this stuff, I mean, that... Uh, yeah, I mean, everything is, is, is cool about this deck. You've got, uh, Animar, uh, Soul of the Elements, which is, uh, which is the big, uh, one of the big he creatures that everyone's excited about. What's that? Awesome. He is my favorite one. Like, okay. far and away my favorite one. There you go. Sorry, Protec- I just... Protection from white and black. So, basically, protection from removal. <laughs> right? Mm hmm. Um, whenever you cast a creature spell, put a plus one plus one counter on him, and uh, put a plus one plus one counter on him. And creature spells you call you cast cost one less for each plus one plus one counter on him. So pretty he, cool. He can get big quick, and then you can start dropping creatures for like one white. Uh, sorry, not one white in this deck. <laughs> um, <laughs> like single a single colored mana, so you can just. Vomit out your hand, draw a bunch of cards, vomit out your hand, blah, blah, blah. From Evil Titan for Green Green. Sure. Word. Seems like That a... works for me. <laughs> I was, I was a little, a little disappointed that there, that, that Primeval Titan wasn't in any of these, but I guess since he's gonna be an M12, you know, hopefully Yeah, they're pull... putting all that, that's too much of those Titans, I think. Well, he's gonna pull the Baneslayer, like, Baneslayer, I think, is down to like eight bucks now, something like that. Should have sold it. Sure. Dude, I bought mine at fifty. <laughs> you did? Yeah. Oh, from a store. Yeah, I bought a set at fifty. Uh, fifty dollars for four for four of them? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> nice. I bought a set at fifty dollars each because it was at the peak of when they were all yay, and I was all I love them. And, and then the all, uh, like, and then the Bane Slayer bubble. <laughs> and. If if you also notice, like some of these decks differ on the the mana, in in the sense of like Mirror Mastery has forty one lands, because it, I guess because it expects you to to be paying the 
the the extra two mana with Riku. Um, but uh, Heavenly Inferno only requires only has thirty eight. Um, hmm. uh, was it one of the other ones? Political Puppets only has thirty four. Wow, that's a, that's a very. How many other mana sources are there in there? I wonder. I mean, there's there's some other there's some other stuff, but um, you got uh, Mirror Mastery. Uh, Fire and Ice is a cool card. Uh, it's got. Uh, <laughs> it also has a Death by Dragons. Woo. Fire and Ice, the split card, is going to be reprinted with the new Porter. Nice. Uh, no you've got a Lightning Greaves in here too. Woo. Um. It does have a soul ring. Uh, no. What? So, so, okay, so this story, I guess, has been been out there. Because, uh, Andrew, you said you heard it uh, from a guy that was at Armada. I heard it this morning. So, it's apparently Sheldon was talking to the guys at Wizards, and he was talking about the upcoming banning that happened today. And he was saying, well, you guys know that we're banning Soul Ring, right? And the Wizards guys were like, what? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> like, that's evil. That's funny. That it's is funny too, but evil, but funny, but evil. But funny, huh? But funny. Sucky, 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 horrible. That's just that's sucky, sucky, literally. sucky, horrible. Yep. So this deck uh, has uh, <laughs> Hydra Omnivore, um, which is an eight-eight for four green. green. So already it's better than a crawler. Um, yep. Whenever Hydra Omnivore deals combat damage to an opponent, it deals that much damage to each other opponent. Pretty hot. So if you've got, I mean, so this is a way that you can actually deal that guy that you can't, you know, you can deal him damage, you can't get to him. Mm -hmm. You know, just attack the guy who's weak. Or maybe the guy will be like, oh, I'm not going to declare any blockers if you hit me. This is good for that one player. I'm not. I'm not going to say Marky's name, but um, w- that that plays with like n- n- he can't get a permanent onto the table. He can't cast a creature for like the first for 15 turns, and everybody's like, "Oh, you know, poor guy. He's he's not getting the right mana. You know, it, you know. I better take it easy on him. I'm, I I can't attack him." And then pretty soon he's got like that one card. Andrew, what is that card? The threshold. What's for green, the, for green or white that, that Marky plays when all of a sudden his graveyard's full because he's been discarding because he didn't have any land and you feel bad and then all of a sudden it's like it's like bring green a creature white. what green and a white threshold 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 uh no it's uh, yeah all it is oh, is threshold oh I know what you're talking about hold on it's, what's the card <clears throat> it's like a debtor's knell only in green and white for a green and a white <laughs> oh or something like that but anyway he pops out one of those so. This will be good for those for those players that <clears throat> hide behind uh, hunting well, not hide behind, but hunting grounds. Yes, there we go. This is also going to cause some weird political stuff going on, where mm. your other opponents are going to be helping out your opponent because it helps them out. Right. Yes. Uh, I know a bunch of people who I play with that like this card because my decks always tend to have me stabilizing around like eight to ten life. And then just, like, playing the <laughs> control Day of Judgment thing, where they're like, now I can attack someone who's at 40 and kill Andrew. And I'm just like, <laughs> dang it. People are going to love that. Yeah. <laughs> so, people are like, Andrew can sit there with all his, all his defenses up, and then I'll just attack Brian, who's at 40, and then we'll realize, oh, I just take eight to kill Andrew. And like, oh. Nice. Hey, any reason to attack Brian is fine with me. I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take I'll take the hit if it means Christian dies. <laughs> nice. Yeah, these um 
These okay. legendary creature wedge creatures are really good. Oh god, I didn't even think about that. You could you could choose to take damage as an offensive weapon. Does it say <clears throat> right? Combat damage? Or does it say? Yeah. It's so you could basically so you could choose yeah. to take damage strategically oh, because yes. you want to take It'll somebody hurt. else out. So by choosing to take damage instead of blocking, you can take someone else out. Right, the guy, the guy that's getting you, and you can't get at him. Yeah, so it's like Andrew's life, at eight, like, and someone's attacking me at eight, and I'm at forty. I'll be like, screw it, I'll take yeah. it because it's going to take Andrew out. Yeah, and there's a couple provoke. Um, I don't think I like these decks. There's too much multiplayer <laughs> strategy in them. This is awful. <laughs> and none of them just have a big wall of huge green creatures. And here, here, here's one of the funny things. I like I like Ray of Command being in here because people <laughs> forget that this used to be blue. Right, uh, and with Riku of the two reflections, blue. you can actually steal two dudes, right, for six mana. Wow! You know, and you can use this both offensively and defensively because you get to untap, and the creature gets haste. So if they swing with you with like four dudes, you can steal two of them and be like, blam, block, blam, block, ha ha, blue, suck it. <laughs> there no you card go. You guys are going to be surprised that I like, but I actually really do like. You're going to like Spock, aren't you? No. Zedru the Greathearted. One red, white, blue, legendary creature, Minotaur Monk. At the beginning of your upkeep, you gain X life and draw X cards where X is the number of permanents you own that your opponents control. Nice. Blue, target opponent gains control of a target permanent you own. The I weird really like this guy. guy the... she needs, that, that creature needs protection from blue or else it's just going to get took. I know, but it's funny because you're First. like, you play things that do good things for you when they enter the battlefield, like illusions of, oh wait, I'm getting into the next topic already. Whoops. <laughs> well, that's fine. That's okay, fine. like Illusions of Grandor comes into play and it says you gain 20 life. And then when right. the Eves play, uh, the controller of Illusions of Grandor loses 20 life. Mm-hmm. So you yep. give it to someone else after you've gained 20 life for three and a blue. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then if it ever goes away, that player is losing 20 life. Yep. And it's got a cumulative upkeep, so they have to keep paying it. Here's, yeah. here's an Oblivion Ring. There yeah. you go. You know? Ooh, so I cast a... Uh, uh, you know, any of those other things that's like remove those white enchantments that remove remove a permanent from the game. I have a question. Huh. Let's yeah. say you enchant Zedru with like one of the vows, like vow to, vow of flight. And then you give the aura away. Does Zedru s- still have the abilities of the enchantment? Let me go read one of the vows. Uh vow of malice. Enchanted creature gets plus two plus two, has intimidate, and can't attack you being the controller of the yeah. enchantment. Okay, so whoever whoever is the controller of the enchantment, uh, but I want to know like, is he still enchanted? If I just say, okay, you can have the aura. Yeah, he's still oh, enchanted. Okay. Yeah. In in that particular situation, it's really no. It, if you want to think of it mechanically, if you give him the, if you give your opponent one of the vowels and it's enchanted to your dude, okay, then it's really no different than him just enchanting your dude with his own vow. Okay. Or, like, any enchantment, for example. Like, if you put Rancor on him and then gave Rancor away. <laughs> is he still... Yeah. Okay, that's all I was wondering, because that card, that, that just confused me. Let, me. let me make sure that Rancor... It's I'm glad there's our traders in the colors of this Zero yeah. Through the Great Herd. Yeah, when Rancor is put into the graveyard from returning to its owner's hand. Okay, so that doesn't do anything funny. With changing I just wanted him. to make sure that if he was enchanted and you gave the aura away, that he would still have the abilities of the enchantment. He would still have the abilities in the enchantment. He just couldn't attack whoever you gave the yeah. enchantment to. Mm-hmm. Or Planeswalkers that player control. If it was a vow or if it was like just something generic, for example, like 
I was just making sure that worked. Like, I could be like, I'm going to put all my enchantments on him, but you guys can have them, but he's still going to have all the abilities. Yeah, like if you put, like, Galvanic Arc or, or Flight. Who yeah. <laughs> yeah. put Flight Galvanic on, arc. on my goat man? Um, <laughs> and then I'm going to give it to you, but he still flies, right? Okay. Yeah. That's yeah, totally. Sedru the Great-Hearted. Such, so nice. He's so, actually, it's a she. She's so nice. Isn't she? Yep. They haven't printed a Minotaur in a while, huh? A Minotaur monk at that. Also, Which creature types are hilarious. Yeah. Years and years and years ago, uh, when I was living up in Virginia, they let us play, uh, the DM was like letting us, he, he let us play a weird campaign where we could come up with whatever, and I decided to make a Minotaur monk. And... You know, basically, I, I couldn't be like the same level as all the other guys, but it was just really, really funny having having a, a like a kung fu monk. <laughs> so much fun, like quivering palm and all that crap. <laughs> quivering palm, quivering palm from an eight foot tall bull headed. <laughs> oh, wow, <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> He's a pacifist, yeah. yeah. So, what about a card Debbie would like? I don't know, uh, Hornet Queen. It's the four green, 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 flying death touch insect. Oh, I love that one. I when it like enters the it. battlefield, put four one, one green insect creature tokens with flying and death touch onto the battlefield. It's only oh, a I like two, that one. Two. Yeah, but Debbie's always like, how am I going to stop flyers? We'll just put out a bunch of them with death touch. That works for me. Kill everything. Yup. No, no, no. And then, awesome. and then um, put it on a mimic bat. <laughs> <laughs> it's also hey, one what's... of those things that, like, it's not very threatening until Debbie's like, all right, I'm going to overrun and then overwhelming stampede, and now I've got, you know, a bunch <laughs> of power and flyers and attack. So. I wouldn't do that. So, so <laughs> that doesn't there's sound like me at all. Scav- scavenging ooze? I forget which... which. Okay, so we, we were going to talk about, like, cards that were returning, but really we're just getting all excited about new stuff. All right, scavenging <laughs> ooze. So it's one in the green for a grizzly bear. Um... <laughs> For green, exile target card from a graveyard. If it was a creature card, put a plus one, plus one counter on Scavenging Ooze, and you gain one life. So this thing right here, first off, it's like a Withered Wretch. Okay, and Withered Wretch is great for all those people that want to, like, do messed up things with their graveyard and, like, return creatures and stuff like that. (laughs) And you just sit back, and for one green, you're just like, yoink, yoink, no, and my guy and my ooze gets bigger, and I gain life. And but it, you had to it, say it like all condescendingly to say, mm, no, I don't think I'm going to let you do that. Yeah. No, I'll pass. I'll pass on letting you do that. <laughs> what did you talk it? Mm, nope. No, nah. Meh. I don't like Why don't you just go ahead and, uh, and exile that instead? There. Why don't you just do that? There you go. I don't like this card one bit. <laughs> no. Because you use your graveyard heavily as a, as a resource. Exactly. So this card is bad. It should not have been printed. That's all. <laughs> What's because the, the Andrew disapproves. What's you know what card goes... <clears throat> what's up, Brian? What's the card? Um, it's X and a green. It's like and everybody gets to search their search the library for X basic lands and put them into uh, play. Or, or Frontier or something. About, right? The new, new card frontiers. or the old one? No, the old one. New Horizons, I think, or something. New Horizons, yeah. New Horizons. Yeah, X new and green. Uh, new Frontiers. 
New Frontiers. Yeah, each player searches his library for up to X basic lands, and you put them in the, and put them under the battlefield tapped. Each player who searches library this way shuffles. So this is you have to pay X and a green. Okay. However, there is the card Collective Voyage for one green. It's starting with you. So each good. player may pay any amount of mana. Each player searches his library for up to X basic lands, versus the total amount of mana paid this way, and they put them under the battlefield tap. So you can pay this for like one green and two. So it's it is a um, a new frontiers, but other people can add on to it. And then you know they That's all awesome. get benefits. So this might like in an Omnath deck. Yay. Mm-hmm. You know, might be able to get a stupid amount of basic. And you can you can pretty much wait until only the people that you want have mana open, and the people that you don't don't have any mana open to play it. Everybody gets it. Yeah, but you have to have. So if they don't pay mana, they still get the benefit of everybody else paying mana. Oh really? Yeah, it's joint forces. Is everyone get like if Christian you pay one, Debbie pays five, Brian pays five, and I pay zero. Everyone gets eleven of what happened. Wow. Yeah. So it's really the, like the guys that run a lot of non-basics, like Andrew over here, <laughs> would not get a lot of benefit out of it. But the people that run a lot of basics, like Debbie and myself, and I think you to a degree, um, would get a huge benefit, a huge boon out of this. Wow. I like it. One of the uh, Join Forces cards that if someone sinks a lot of mana into it, you probably know they're up to no good is Shared Trauma. Um was it the black one? It's the black one. Starting with you, each player may pay any amount of mana. Each player puts to the top X cards of his or her library and his or her graveyard, where X is the total amount of mana paid this way. Um, yeah, I don't wow. think I'm ever going to be paying, it's like... To mill yourself? <laughs> I'm going to be paying, like, 50. I'm going to put my whole deck into my grave. Right. <laughs> and I'm going to lose to that ooze, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, so, if someone starts paying, like, lose I'll, ooze. I'll pay shared trauma for a black, and it's like, and I'll pay... 10, 12. You yeah. know, it's like, Brian, do you pay? And I'm like, no, I don't want to pay 12. What are you, crazy? And Deb, do you want to pay? Well, I'm going to lose my pretty green creatures. I don't want to. I'm Christian, sorry, I wouldn't say something like that. But Christian, Christian's going to say, huh, I wasn't paying attention. What? Okay, you're right. I probably would whine about my Did you say creatures. something, Brian? Well, yeah. So someone actually reminded me that this go round uh, uh, of the podcast, we don't make fun of you nearly as much as we did in the previous season. So, huh. I'm gonna oh have me? Have to, yeah, you you do your share. I know, but I'm not assisted like I was previously. Oh, and so, and and so, uh, do you need backup. <laughs> well. I don't necessarily think of it as needing backup, but it's a target-rich environment. I figured that other people should be able to participate and enjoy in the fun as well. Ah. There we go, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Send Christian us an email. If Christian bothers you, post on the Facebook and make fun of him. Yeah. yeah I feel like I'm in the dunk tank. I feel like I'm sitting above the dunk tank. Yeah, you're not going to comment on Facebook. You're a voice. <laughs> I don't think that's that might have how they said it. That might have been how they say it in the twenties, but I don't think they they do it like that nowadays. I know, but that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I Never love that. <laughs> I know, isn't that awesome? That's why I love like the old Warner Brothers gangster films with um with uh, James Cagney. 
They're so they, they actually talk like that. And oh, if you want to see end every sentence with C. C. Yeah, that would have been so cool to be. You're to not going to take around. me alive, copper. C here, yeah. That's why you should listen to um, uh, what's his name, Guy Noir. Is that uh, what it the guy on uh, uh, the Garrison Keillor character on Prairie Hook Opinion that he does? Uh, I think. Oh, Guy I love Noir, that show. Private Eye. <laughs> All right, am I crazy here, or you guys don't listen to that, so you wouldn't know? I listen to it when I'm at my dad's house, so I sometimes... Yeah, it's Guy Noir is his name, and he totally oh. talks like that. And all yeah. yeah. Man, well, see here, man, I want to talk about this joint forces card called... <laughs> <laughs> nice, way to pull it back. Man, for oh, one blue, starting with you, each player may... No, you have to go, for one blue, see? <laughs> See here oh, now, starting with, start with each <laughs> They don't say see here now. Each, each other cop may pay any amount of mana. <laughs> <laughs> each other player man, draws X card or X is total amount of mana pay. Take, take that. <laughs> take that, see? Take now that. there's a... We're going to be drawing more cards than there are, than there are in Al Capone's vault. Man. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. No other podcast approaches the uh, the, the new <laughs> Commander decks the way we do. <laughs> um, I was going to say, if you're interested in that kind of stuff, which is awesome, you got to get. You, you have to do your your any intoxicant of your choice, even if it's high C juice drink. Watch Little Caesar from uh, 1931 with Edward G. Robinson, and he it was supposed to be Al Capone. Uh, it's like a Al Capone kind of you know trying to tell that story without using his name, and he does it. Big time. It's hilarious. Yeah. I'm not Yella. He called me Yella. Like, that's like the biggest insult. Like, you could get, people get shot if you, if you, uh, call somebody Yella. Or flat footed. That's horrible. Anyway. Yeah, check out those games on that dame. <laughs> I want you to talk that way the whole Wednesday, Brian. That would be awesome. I think I would have to do some research because I'd start it's my turn. Attack things. Christian. Yeah, see here. Here. Not my turn. Well, turn is my turn. Broads. Attackers. Broads? Dames? Broads, yeah. Dames, dames and broads. broads. Yeah. I, I heard legs referred to one time as walking sticks. Walking sticks, yeah. Walking sticks. Check out the walking sticks on that one there. On that dame. It's like walking sticks. This is so sticks. awesome. <laughs> All right. <sighs> All right. Is Even this, though I'd love to talk like that the whole rest of the episode, we better. I think it would get yeah. not better not. So, uh, since we were talking about that awesome green creature, the uh, the hornet swarm, whatever it is, hornet queen, hornet queen. So there's a card. If you're if you're in white, you use a card called knighthood. All creatures you control get first strike. And if you're playing red, then you do uh, what is it? Fury reflection or whatever. What's the red reflection? Rage reflection. Oh, rage reflection. Yeah, all creatures you control have double strike because when you combine double strike, just like with Gliss of the Trader, when you have double strike and death touch at the same time, Does that means if they don't have death uh, first strike, shit's dying before it even gets a chance to. So that's it's like kill, kill, kill. Immediately kill, no trample, and you and your hornets live. Sweet. So when we play these, are we we're playing them as precon decks? As they right? are. Yeah, we're, we're not tweaking. And I would actually like us to do them at, like, random, like you don't know which oh. one you're... Oh, okay. Oh. oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's really Except cool. Except for Deb, she is getting the blue, the blue, red... Let's say, hold on, though. Let's say, which ones? There's there's two that wouldn't have green. I hate you all. What? 
Uh, I hate you all. The blue, the blue, white, the blue, white, red one. No. The one, That's oh, awful. Oh, okay, so th- there is one of these, one of these guys. I, I don't get this guy. Okay, so please, please, somebody explain to me. Okay, but it needs to be random. Before we move on, it needs to be random. Ruhan of the Fomori. Okay. The Ruhan, huh? For one, a red, a white, and a blue. He's a seven-seven giant warrior. At the beginning of combat on your turn, choose an opponent at random. Ruhan of the Fomori attacks that player in this combat if able. Nice. You're looking at it the wrong way. Okay. Allow I, help okay. me. Okay, I would never play this guy in multiplayer, but if you were playing this guy in like a one-on-one EDH deck, which there are people who play that format, who play it as a one-on-one format, this guy's a 7-7 seven, seven for four mana. Who kills, who kills in three hits. Sure, if you're gonna look at it that way. But in multiplayer, you can like slap equipment on him, and then that way nobody wins. <laughs> nobody wins when they get attacked. Fomori. I guess. I guess. Yeah, this guy really is like a one-on-one. But he just—he just seems like he doesn't—he doesn't fit with the. Like he's not even really political because it's just like the guy that you don't want to attack. You're like, crap! I gotta attack. This guy would have rather be attacking Christian. Yeah, I don't like. There's, I mean, there's not very many things where it's Must like where you randomly pick something and it turns out to be it, it'll bite you in the ass too much. In the um, in the the frequently asked questions about the commander set, it said that if Ruhan of the Fulmori lands on an opponent who has something that, that can prevent you from attacking, for example, it has a vow a vow enchanted on him, you yeah. can then choose who he attacks. Oh, what? Really? So, like, if your opponent goes, I'm putting a vow on that, and you randomly choose that opponent. Yeah, well, it says it says attacks that player that combat if able. Like, yeah. if he cannot, if he's not able to attack him, then yeah, you can attack somebody else. Yeah, but you don't have to attack. Correct. That's right. That you makes wouldn't sense. have to attack if the other person. If you can't attack the person that got picked, then you wouldn't have to attack at all, right? Yeah, you right. Because that that nullifies the ability. Because because this is this is a. Um, it gets into the whole uh, restrictions and requirements thing. But that, but you don't have to attack at all, right? No, if you can't attack, if it if it if you lands, can't attack on, that player. Then you like don't you have say to I attack have at propaganda all, right? out, and you don't want to pay the two mana to attack me. You can choose someone else to attack, or you can just not attack. That's what I'm saying. You could just not attack at all. Yeah, you don't have to attack somebody okay. else. So, so it's not one of those where, and I'm not looking at it, but it's not one of those where. It attacks every turn if able. It's one where it specifically has to attack that player if able. That's what I when I was reading the FAQ on it. That's what it made it seem like. Yeah, that's cool. Hmm. But um, interesting. I also just thought about like the political puppets aspect of the deck with Zedru the Great Hearted. You can mm-hmm. give your opponents effects where you can't attack them, and then you can choose where your seven seven is going. Granted, that gives away your stuff. In that deck, it has, like, Propaganda, Ghostly Prison, uh, Windborne Muse. It has three effects that says you can't attack unless this happens. Uh-huh. So if you give your opponents those effects, then you automatically are like, okay, well, my 7-7 seven, seven can't go there, can't go there, can't go there, so I'm going to send it where I want it to go. Right, for 7-7. Seven, seven. Yeah. So does it have? So what does it have in there that you can donate with? Uh, Zedru. Zedru is the red-white-blue donate. Oh, she does. She she also donates. Yeah, she says pay a red, pay a white, pay a blue at the same time. Donate. Oh shit! I just read the first part. Yeah. Nice. Wow. 
Too bad there's no blue in her cost. Yeah. If there's uh, if there's oh, a cost wait. associated with having Ruhan attack the cho- uh, attack the chosen player, you aren't forced to pay that cost, so it doesn't have to attack that player in that case. So, like Norn's Annex or something like that? Yeah. No, you don't have to. Yeah, Zedra can donate um, Illusions of Grandeur. Yeah. Whoa. Mediocrity or anything like that? Yeah, Mediocrity. I'm really excited for these cards. It's totally awesome. All of them. <laughs> All you know, we have a whole other a whole other topic here of of like, enjoyment for our listeners. Do we want to? Do we want to? Because what is it? It's ten o'clock. So how long have we been going? Like an hour and a half. Yeah. An hour. Probably. We can we can burn through it. We don't have yeah. to spend too much time on it. Okay. I think it's cool though. So everyone. Um, we wanted to tell you about life gain and how it um, how it is in awesome. multiplayer, how it is awesome, and uh, a couple of things about it because um, surprisingly, people start freaking out when you start gaining life in multiplayer. So we would, thought we'd uh, tell you about how multi how uh, gaining life can work in multiplayer for you or against you. So one of one of the things that new players uh, to the to the game because. Not only not only do we deal with casual, but we also deal with you know just new players, uh, casual multiplayer. New, a lot of players come in and they see like all these cards that like gain you two life and gain you three life, and like ooh, venerable monk, and and uh, <laughs> you know it's like oh, it's a dude that you cast and you gain two life. That's great. And they they look at the game as well. I start out at twenty, and when I get to zero, I'm dead. So anything that keeps me from dropping to zero or getting above 20 means I'm winning. Mm-hmm. So they play these cards that give them like these mediocre life gain effects, and they don't quite really understand. Like we had one guy that showed up a few months ago that was like, here's my life gain deck, and, and he was, he was like playing all cards like Healing Salve. <laughs> and he was just like, right? Cause it's, and it was like, well, Lightning Bolt's good. And this is essentially the the opposite of a opposite. lightning bolt. It's like, well, not really, because you know, lightning bolt can remove. You know, you know, if I've got a three three creature and I'm attacking you, attacking you, attacking you, attacking you, that lightning bolt can, in theory, remove an infinite amount of damage done. Right. right. If that three three attacks you for twenty turns. Because if it sticks around and you don't kill it, it could repeatedly deal you damage right. after damage after. Whereas damage. the healing salve will only save you for a turn of worth of attacks from that guy. Mm-hmm. So, so a lot of a lot of new players overvalue life gain, and they overvalue. I'll say they put a lot of value on the bad life gain. <laughs> no, I mean there is, and and there is a lot totally. of bad life gain out there. Uh, I love the ones that you you wrote down. Examples of the bad life gain. Oh, like well, the boons. Well, well, in the in the beginning of the game, uh, life gain was 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 horrible. Okay, so every color got something for three. Like for one mana, it got three of something. Okay, lightning bolt got three. Da- red got three damage in lightning bolt. Green got three damage in giant growth. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, black got uh, three ritual. black mana in dark ritual. Blue got draw three cards. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> for one blue seems seems like a good card. Seems seems like, now these were different rarities, but um, white got gain three life or prevent three damage from a creature. Far far and okay okay ancestral recall <laughs> too good. 
Um, right. Ritual, almost too good. Like Ritual, yeah, almost Dark too Rit. good. Uh, Lightning Bolt, considered good for a really long time, brought back. Now great. considered too good. <laughs> now, cons- well, considered considered a little little above the curve. Yeah. Um, Giant Growth was considered. I mean, it's been in every core set except so, uh, up through M11. It's not going to be an M12. Wow, um, really? Yeah, they're replacing it with uh, uh, some other. It's it's uh, for one and a green. Titanic creature gets plus four, plus four. Wow. So uh, so that was considered right on white healing salve. Right. If we're doing threes, might as well do the three life gain. Yeah, yeah that sucks. Um, Lucky Charmed, like Throne of Bone, and uh, uh, was it Crystal Crystal Rod and all those cards? Right, and Wooden Spear. You said and... Bone, and then you said Rod. <laughs> <laughs> I had to come off mute for that. That's how important that joke was. Yeah, I mean, and those were those were uh, back in the day. They called those. Uh, uh, the skill testers, really, is just like, you know, if you play with these cards, then... You must not be any good. You're... Yeah. I mean, they, they <laughs> look... Skill testers. Well, they look they look good on the surface to new players, but when the new player figures out that, you know, the Lucky Charms aren't all that great, that's right. kind of a, a turning point for them. Um, oh, totally, yeah. Once you realize that, you're like, wait a minute. Oh. Because in the beginning, you're like, all these cards are good. <laughs> Hold on. What, what... I got Debbie's uh, changing a diaper. No, I got well I got I got apparently the manifold guys are recording at the same time and and yes. uh Are he's bugging you too? Yeah, yeah, apparently Hi, they're, they're trying to harass us. Uh, we should do He just sends he just sends me this out of random he's like, When are you gonna let me hit that? And I was like, I we hit uh, what? Um I don't know whether to go to go positive. It's like, well, anytime you want, come on over. Versus, I don't know what you're talking about. Versus, she's married. Versus, uh, whoever he's talking about. Um, all right. So back then, back in the day, uh, uh, the best life gain was really Ivory Tower. Uh, so good, in fact, that it got restricted. Uh, for a long time, because it was, it was, you could just hide behind your ivory tower, keep a handful of stuff, you know, it was cheap, you could get, you know, one or right. two, maybe even three out. Um, that's the first broken card I remember. Would you say it's broken? Well, back in the day, back in fourth edition. Well, it was just, it was like, because creatures weren't all that good, and spells right. weren't really powerful, so you could, you could sit back and just hold a grip of cards. So at that time, yeah. Yeah. You could put a wall, uh, like the, what, the white wall, uh, wall of swords or whatever, and just chill. You know, it was it was big in blue white blue white control, and then the, the other one was uh, was drain life. You know, oh yeah, and it was probably more valuable because of the damage dealing aspect. I mean, than the life game. The life game was nice, right. but it was doing something already that you wanted to do. So, early wasn't there a white X spell gain X life ray of a white? You're thinking yeah. of what was the card? Alabaster potion. From Legends, it was an oh that one's X, good. It was X white white. It was an instant stream of life, dude. Whoa, stream of life. Okay, Fireball is like X and red do X damage, but stream of life. X gain X life. That's like the opposite of Fireball. They're like <laughs> images, man. It's just as good. <laughs> 
No, it was. You know how the uh, the third edition, which which I'm sure it was there before that, Paralyze. It was a uh, a black and and um, might have been just a black, but uh, and it had a cool Anson Maddox artwork on it, and it has. Let me look it up. Uh, it was an unlimited even. Okay, so yeah, so paralyzed for one black target creature. Uh, it's like divine something. The 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 weird white orange guy crouching up in the corner shooting a beam down. That card. Beam down, yeah. And then when you put them together, the two art, the uh, the two yeah. what was pieces of art blend into each other. That's the one I was trying what's, to figure out. What's that card do? Uh, the white one. Yeah. I thought it was the X gain life type thing. Oh, guardian angel. That's what it's called. I have no clue what it does. What it does is, yeah, he's crouching, yeah, uh, X and, um, white and X. Prevent the next X damage that would be dealt to target creature or player this turn. Until in a turn you may pay one at any time, you could cast this instant. If you do, prevent that next one damage that would be, oh, okay, so for the, for the, in, until the end of the turn, you can pay an X and prevent a damage. That's pretty cool. So, and then they put the two arts together, and they're both Antimatics, who's awesome, and they they make one piece, which I thought was pretty cool. But anyway, that's another. I game mean, life, life, game, life game was really bad. Kind of. Like, like we'll give you an example, like Farmstead. <laughs> okay, there's there's a there's a card for you that you're gonna probably need to look up. Okay, <laughs> this was a rare. By the you want way, want me to read it for white? Sure. How about Deb? You want to read it? She's changing a diaper. Oh, yeah. woo. Okay. Changing a diaper, more pleasant than playing with Farmstead. <laughs> white, white, white. <laughs> to put it in perspective for you. Actually, it's it's better, not only that, it's better than opening a pack and getting a Farmstead. Okay. <laughs> white, white, white. Enchant, enchantment aura. Enchant land. Land. Enchanted land has, at the beginning of your upkeep, you may pay white, white. If you do, gain one life. One life. One life. Whoa. No. You gotta, wow. I think in this, the terms of early life gain, like when Richard Garfield and all of them were, this is what I'm imagining. When they were designing Magic as a as a card game, they were like, okay, you start out at 20. So things that allow you to be beyond 20 must be broken. Like, they <laughs> yeah. must be too good because you, you're supposed to be at right. 20 and you're supposed to go to zero. So if you can extend that. so I, I, You, I feel you like could live were, forever. Yeah, they were afraid to make anything that was like, you know, on the power level of some of the other cards, such as Ancestral Recall, Lotus, or Bolt. Like, I know they're doing it in threes, but if the white one was, like, pay a white, you know, like, gain ten, it'd be pretty good for one white mana. Like, yeah. well, it's just, it, it seems like they were, it, they didn't want life gain to be something that was too good because it was, like, the game was supposed to be 20 to zero and then you lose. Right. So. Yeah. And and creatures were, I mean, by by our standards today, creatures were bad back then. And so one life back then was more significant than one yeah. life nowadays. You know? Yeah, like it, it took it took more turns to drop you to drop you uh in the early, early days, like before people started going crazy combo stuff. But you know, like the massive decks were you know, the deck was basically it got a Sarah Angel out, like Wrath of God the board, got a Sarah Angel out with counter counterspell back up and then just beat you to death over five turns. So I mean it was like a twelve turn you know <laughs> twelve turn game to, to get that. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, but I mean you, you look at you look at I mean, there was there was oh really bad stuff. Alabaster Ication Money Changer. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's awesome. You have to read that one. Vacation Money Changer is uh, what? What set was that from? Uh, the, uh, the Dark Fallen Empire. Fallen Empire is the crown. Yeah. All right. That's when they had three printings of the same card yeah. with three different arts. So first off, it's like a, a, a you know like a fat banker in one of the arts. It's like he comes into play with three credit counters on it. Really? <laughs> it's like already on board. Okay. <laughs> it's a it's a true two for one white man. When occasion money changer enters the battlefield, it deals three damage to you. Wait, I don't, I don't get it. Hold on, wait, why am I casting this? At the beginning of each upkeep, put a credit counter on him, and then you sacrifice him, gain one life for each credit counter on Ication Money Changer, activating this ability only during your upkeep. Only during your upkeep. Only during your upkeep. It was almost playable if you were forced to. Yeah, like <laughs> like basically if if it didn't have the timing restriction, you could if something bad was going to happen, you could sack it and get your life back. Right. But this is like no, this is this is this is the housing market here. <laughs> That's what this card is. But yet we are in the main phase. Right? It's it's basically you're going to you're going to it it sounds like a good deal. But if you can't hang on to it for very long, you're going to get royally screwed. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be too late when you figure, oh, a minute ago I should have sacked this. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Opening. Exactly. It's like, I can't, I can't afford this. I'm just going to walk away from this card. Boy, I wish I, I wish I could sell it right now, but <laughs> right. I can't. I have to wait, and, and now I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> so early life game was bad. Um, <laughs> I feel like we've just beaten a horse for a little while. What is there's so many fun examples. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, we should move on. What is like what is the issue with life game? Why does why do people freak out, do you think? Okay. That's a good question. So so when people in multiplayer, granted, there's there's a few reactions that people have and one of them is OMG they're gaining life. So there's there's I mean there's there's a few ways to gain life really. There's the, the the small incremental way of gaining like one, two life, three life a turn kind of thing. And then there's the the gaining huge swaths of it, like five, ten, ten life a turn. And it's interesting to watch how people react to these changes because some people will like react violently to the one or two points of life gain per turn. Like, holy crap, that's going to add up over time. we got to whittle right. that guy down. And, you know, they might have the same reaction with the large life game, but when you start gaining, like, 5, 10 life a turn, there's a point where people are just like, holy crap, holy crap I can't put a dent in that. Why even bother trying? I'm going to attack somebody else. Right. That's horrible, because then that person is pretty much won. Or that, that person's instead of killing the person with all the life, they're killing the people that might have a chance to actually kill them with other means. Like like right, right. like like Deb's got a mono white deck that's able to to gain you know five ten life in fee life. life in fee life it's, well, it's a lot oh that's not infinite I, I arbitrarily <laughs> large it's not even arbitrarily large because the game yeah it's got um it's the one with wall of reverence and the Ionas and everything has double strike with the the true convictions and everything has double strike and lifelink. and then it's got uh the wall of reverence which makes <laughs> If you have multiple wall of references. She thinks this deck's horrible. Oh my gosh, she thinks it's great. Shut up. This is horrible. And then uh, it's got the wall, like three wall of references. You're gaining like 18 or 27, depending on how big my largest creature is. The card is so good. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. So, so there reaches, there reaches a, there, there is 
with each playgroup, I think there is a point at which a person can gain life, you know, can gain life that it might as well be infinite. You know, if you're gaining right. 20 life a turn, that might as well be infinite for some playgroups. And people just look at that and they just like, oh, I, I, I give up. You know, right. or they or they switch into well, I'm going to deck that person, but <laughs> and then my Kozilek comes out and I laugh at them because <laughs> Kozilek is in that deck. But uh, yeah, I mean, if you if you sit back and you start dropping like a few cards that can gain like one or two life per turn, at least I see a lot of players mm. like freak out over that, and it's like yeah. it's like we got to take that guy out because if left unchecked, he's going to gain twelve life. Mm. And then when you say it like that, <laughs> right. you're just like, oh, okay. It's Which cool. is like one swing from a big dragon. Or whatever. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but they're just like, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness, we got to take care of that. Mm. Well, and the other bad thing about it, the way that it draws hate, is in the beginning, if you, a lot of these cards um, that gain life incrementally, uh, like a Johnny's Pride Maid or whatever, um, actually, no, that's the one that you get plus one, plus one when you gain life. But there's, there's ones that gain you little bits of life. And they're inexpensive to put onto the battlefield in the first soul place. Warden, like the soul warden. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So when there's not a lot going on and you're looking for somebody to attack, you're waiting for somebody to do something that gives you a reason to attack them, to make it a legitimate reason. And if somebody's gaining life and you do it early enough, that's enough of a little red flag for somebody to start attacking yeah. you. Like, oh, if you do it later on in the game and it's like, oh, whatever. I God, find it's, yeah. That, like, it'll, it'll get it'll die in a sweep at some point. That soul warden effects like I don't really care for life gain. Like the, when life gain is tacked on to already good spells, like on primal command you have the option to gain seven life, <laughs> or on Loxodon hierarch you have when it yeah. enters the battlefield it gains four life. Mm-hmm. But things like soul warden people don't really like. There's two reactions to soul warden. The first one is it's going to die immediately, or the other one's like oh I don't care he can gain as much life. And then when you go to attack him, he's like oh I'm at fifty. Yeah, there's been 30 creatures played. No one's gotten rid of my soul. Warden. No one's that right. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. like surprise. And the the other thing is when you gain when you have small incremental life gain, I find there's there's some players that are the guys where it's like I don't really know who to attack, so I'm just going to attack the guy with the highest life total. Ask around, and it's like right. when you're playing EDA or, or like you know, like <laughs> or I'm at I'm at nine, I'm at twelve. I'm at, right. you know, and then someone's like, well, I'm at 21. How are you at 21? I hit you with so-and-so. Oh, well, I've got this guy. Oh, well, in that case, eat a Sarah Angel. Right. And right. it's like, oh. And then you gain a little bit more, and it comes back around to you. It's, you know, it's like, oh, well, you're going to be eating a Sarah Angel again. Yeah. Because it's so if fair. you play it, right. <laughs> yeah. So, so almost you have to be able to prevent damage if you're going to be gaining life, or else it's just going to bring heat on you. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, well, it really depends on how you do it. It depends on your group. And if your turn. group doesn't care, they're playing a lot of combo stuff, then you probably shouldn't be paying a life gain anyway. Because right, right. you're going to need to disrupt their combo because that's not really, that's how they plan on winning. But So what do you guys think? Is it a good strategy in multiplayer? Life gain? It's, yeah. It is a, a strategy doing? that if done correctly uh, can do well. Um, I, I also think just small life gain, like like uh, Andrew was saying, with like lifelink creatures, Luxodon, Warhammer, stuff like that, just occasionally mm-hmm. gaining four or five life a turn right. is, or in a swing or in an event, is is huge. Yeah. Andrew, so what are good life gain cards? Uh, well, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Yeah. No, seriously, no. Bane Slayer. I, I asked this. We have a, a list one. of cards that we've defined as good. I have a question for for you guys. That a card that I have never understood as good, but is always considered good in life as a life gain card is Congregate. I don't get it. Okay. Yeah. Two life. You gain two life for each creature on the battlefield. Yeah. So in a one on, in a one on one game, not that not that big of a deal. But in ED, in uh, not even in EDH, just in multiplayer, a lot of times there's going to be ten, you know, twelve creatures on the battlefield. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for four mana, this thing, you know, imagine if this spell just life. said four mana gain twenty life. Okay, is that a, just, is that <laughs> yeah? It's reasonable. I, I understand. Like, I feel like in the most of the games that we that we play or that I play with other people, it's like the most you'll gain from this is like eight to ten life. And that's because everyone's got their wrath effect or their evacuation or their uh, even in red they've earthquaked for five because there was a bunch of creatures and they want them to go away. Right. So. Well, it's it's a con- it's conditional because it, I mean, it depends on uh, yeah if you're if you're playing in a format where everybody wraths away all the creatures then yeah this thing's really it's yeah. format it's yeah. format that gain two life. Woo. <laughs> you know, but if you're playing uh, uh, like someone let's say they're playing their sapperling deck. Mm-hmm. Okay, and or you're playing your Sapperling deck, and you're spitting out a bunch of tokens, and then you sneak this thing in, you splash white for this, and uh, mm-hmm. Michael, whatever, yeah, I know you're talking, yeah. the 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 white elvish farmer, um, Alad <laughs> Mycoderm or something, something yeah. like that. I mean, this this thing right here could gain you forty life. Okay, okay, it becomes really really efficient. Mm-hmm. Um, so it depends on the meta, is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Or what everybody and plays. Another we actually banned this in our group, in our, in our, the, the early group that I grew up with. We banned it because everybody would play it and it was ridiculous. So I guess we didn't use very many sweepers. So I really think even though the card congregate that we were talking about from, was from one of the Urza sets, uh, the one with the gears, which one's that? Saga? Um, yeah, I think so. They've, they've recently, and I'm going to say about Onslaught, I'm going to say, really have, have started making life gain more better. And when you think, okay, mm-hmm. the uh, Luxodon Warhammer from Mirrodin is a safe, like, equipment just in general is good. Uh, giving something right. tramp, like, plus three, plus zero, you know, and trample and lifeling on top of it, I mean, that's just, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's going to get you over the course that's of ridiculous. ten or more life. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got, they gave Ravenous Bailoth, uh, which was uh, a four-four for a green two, uh, green green two green green beast. Mm. It was sacrifice a beast, gain four life. Back yeah. back when damage used the stack, that thing was oh yeah, it was a house. It was a house because not only could you swing with it and then sack, but if you played like other beasts, you could sack them too. And, and put your damage on the stack first. Yeah, and put your damage on the stack and then and then do that. <laughs> um, and then they've done like other support cards like Ageless Entity. Okay, that's uh it's a four four for three green green. Whenever you gain uh I'm doing this from memory, it's like whenever you gain life, uh put that. That was whenever a player gains life, is it? No, it's whenever you Okay. At least I think. I'm gonna go look. Uh Yeah, it's whenever whenever you gain life. I was thinking of gain life put that many so so, I mean, that guy right there, you know, if you're playing a deck that's dedicated towards getting life, this guy can get to be huge, and then they're worrying about killing this instead of killing you. Huh. Um, 
Let's see here. Sun Droplet. Sun Droplet is great. Talk about a, a card that just makes people feel like they wasted their, you know, it's a waste of time <laughs> to attack you. Um, Sun Droplet is, uh, it's an artifact for two. Uh, whenever you're dealt damage, put that many charge counters on Sun Droplet. At the beginning of each upkeep, you may remove a charge counter from Sun Droplet if you do gain one life. So if you're sitting in a four-player game and someone hits you for four damage, by the time it comes back around to them, all the damage that they did has just been undone. Mm-hmm. And, if you, and if you have two of them, and if you have two of them out, you start gaining life. And this is this is one of those cards that like can start drawing hate. People start realizing that oh yeah, their attacks are not going to do so much. So they immediately start like plotting and planning and trying to figure out how to take you down because suddenly there's the realization that you have to be dealt right. more than four damage in order to make a difference. So they start overcompensating by well, I'll attack right. you for ten and I'll attack you for ten and I'll attack you for three. You have to, yeah. yeah. If you don't, then it's like the occasional damage that was done turns into like double the life gain. Right, right. Two amount. You know, and then uh, um, you've got. I mean, there there have been there have been tournament decks that have that life gain was uh, has been a viable strategy. You look at uh, uh, Conley Woods and his Soul Sisters Soul Sisters deck. Oh yeah. Um, and then it's been it's been revitalized recently with uh, with Suture Priest and uh, Souls Attendant. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, there have been a lot more, and there was, um, I guess, an extended a while back. There was the infinite combo dealing with, uh, um, was it like Daru Spiritualist? Oh, yeah, yeah. And the Encore. Yeah. Shuko, yeah. Yeah. So there's also, um, right now there's an infinite combo that you can use that's with recent cards. It's yep. Leonin Relic Order, Phyrexian Metamorph, and Suture Priest. Yep. Which gains yep. you arbitrarily large amounts of life until you're satisfied. <laughs> well, <laughs> so you pick a number that once you feel like you know you're satisfied with the number you've chosen, that is your life total. So, uh, yeah, I actually cool. played um, at an F and M not recently, but this was when there was some way that for this guy to gain infinite life, and he came out. He always had a sheet of paper that was like thirty-seven trillion to the tenth power times eight thousand four hundred sixty-one. <laughs> he had all the math done. And his life total was like 38 digits long. And he was like, that's my life total. And I was just like, okay, you got it. <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> Nice. Yeah. But even, even then, like, you look at, look at cards like that way, way back. Um, and, and you just look at how they've, how they've made them, I'll say, better with regards to life gain. Like, they had the Lucky Charms, Crystal Rod, Throne of Bone. They've replaced them with, like, Worm's tooth, yeah, and, and demon torn, and where you don't demon torn, where you don't have to pay anymore. Uh, yeah, they did it right. Right, they they replaced uh, like stream of life with uh, there's the oh, crap. I don't remember what it is. It's like a green white hybrid, and X. And if you paid green, you gain X life, and if you play white, you you gain a life. So oh, I know the one you're talking about. Right. Um, I don't remember the they, name of it either. They've for multiplayer they've gone uh uh replaced uh uh Ivory Tower with like Vencer's Journal. Ooh, I love Vencer's Journal. It's dual purpose. It's like a reliquary tower plus. Are you talking about Dawn Glow Infusion with the, yes. the green white hybrid and yeah, X? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you know, and there's there's a lot of like Wall of Reverence has seen tournament play. Uh, good card. Uh, I also love Wall of Reverence. Kitchen Finks. Kitchen Finks was a gr- was a great card. Oh yeah. Um, without What's the light, the, uh, though, it would have been kind of only meh. What's the yeah. one that when it enters the battlefield or leaves play, you gain two life? It has like vanishing three. Aven uh, Rift Aven something. Rift sweeper. Rift sweeper. No. Rift chaser. Aven Rift watcher. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a flying vanishing three when it enters the battlefield or leaves play. Yep. You gain two life, so... That's pretty good. And it's a 2-3 flyer, so... That is pretty badass. Yeah. What makes the vanishing not so bad, because you're going to gain another two. That set was the one with, like, all the the rescue theme, where you could, like, bounce. Bounce, yep. Bounce that little... Play that grizzly... That lion uh, Mm -hmm. that had, like, flash and would bounce it. Oh, yeah, white mane or something. Like, dust elemental flash. When it enters battlefield, return three creatures you control. (laughs) Yeah. Things like, like Vampire Nighthawk. Okay, mm-hmm. if that didn't have lifelink. Okay, let's just think if it was just a 2-3 flying death touch for 3 mana, mm-hmm. that's still good. Especially, yeah. You add In life, black you and as a vampire, but yeah. But now it's gooder. Yeah. <laughs> well it's said, gooder. Deb. Gooder. It's much better. <clears throat> that was worth unmuting for. <laughs> I've been off mute for a while. <laughs> Actually. And then uh, they've done stuff, um, uh, I think one of the the best, I'll call it a life gain card, uh, Kakushu, the yep. Evening Star, so good life gain. That's, and, you know, the fact that he deals damage, too, or loss of life is just, is just, you know, icing on the cake. The best life gain mm. card is True Conviction. That's pretty good. It's awesome. Yeah. At it's- six for an enchantment, but, I mean... If the white guy and the green guy are tapped out and they can't do an instant naturalize or disenchant, it's pretty, pretty damn good. Yeah. So get one swinging at least. So let's let's look at. Um, do we want to do we want to talk about some some little little mini life gainish combos that kind of thing? Are we, are we ready to talk about that? Or sure. I think we're ready to start wrapping it up. <laughs> yes. uh, per directions. In the Skype. Yeah. I haven't been paying too attention to the little Clearly. Thing. Yeah. Oh, wait. I, I, have to, I have work at 11, and it's 10.30. Yeah, but we don't okay. want to lose you, so that's why I said we should work Okay. Yeah. So, uh, blah, blah, blah. Well, wish you're good. Uh, <laughs> perfect good. Uh, <laughs> Kavu Predator good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so using life with new Phyrexia, like some, some of the newer, some of the newer cards, uh, invigorate with effect, yay. People know mm. about that. <laughs> invigorate with yep. effect, yay. Yay. <laughs> Xanthu Demon, good one. So that was something like all those, all those creatures that do like, uh, that allow you to pay your life, you know, you can pay man, that have the, the, the fire breathing with the, uh, you, you can pay red mana or you pay two life to pump them up. Mm-hmm. And then you use, uh, Xanthu Demon. Why does everybody pronounce that card wrong? Oh, it's Zathrid. There is no N in it. Um, Just FYI. Did I type it correctly? Public is there an FYI? You typed it correctly. I did type it Every correctly. single person says it Zanthrid, and it's there's no N in it. Because Zanthrid feels like a real word. Where Zathrid? Yeah. I know. Zathrid feels like that crazy guy from Babylon Five. Okay, it's like this. It's like this. Here's another good example of it. This is one that everybody gets wrong. You know the enchantment that in red that eventually lets you um, twin cast everything? 
the uh, 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 Ascension Master's Ascension. Wait, what is it? Pyromancer's Ascension. All right, what do you think it is, Christian? Pyromasters? No, it's that. That is what it is. Wait, no, what is it? Say, I think. But say what you think it is. Pyromancer Ascension. Okay, Brian got it wrong. Christian actually got it right. What did I say? That's right, because it's not it's plural. Not, it's not possessive. It's, it's not possessive. Pyromancer's Ascension, but every single freaking person types it Pyromancer's Ascension and says it Pyromancer's That's Ascension, right. but it's just Pyromancer's Ascension. I actually it had to think like about it for It seems like second. it should be possessive. Clearly it does, because like everyone gets it wrong. Yeah, right. everyone yeah. gets it wrong. And it's just Are the other Ascensions plural? Or possessive? Um, Let's check. I don't know. There's uh, another archmage, armored well, beastmaster, no, blood, blood chief, blood chief, blood chief, luminarch. They're all they're all beast singular. Ascension. Beastmaster. Yeah, none of them are prostitutes. None of them are, and for whatever reason, and this again is just because I <laughs> edit articles on Gathering Magic, but every single author or writer gets that gets one. it wrong. It, it type it pyromancers. <laughs> it, well, because it seems like it should be possessive. So this is I one know, of the things right. where this is like the, that thing where I asked you what the plural of Grand Prix was, and you were like, "Oh, well, it's Grand's Prix," it's and I'm like, Grand I just, Prix. That's, <laughs> yeah. That just sounds horrible. <laughs> Grand yeah, Prix. The plural of Grand Prix. Is, well, it's technically it's Grand's Prix, which is G R A N D S P R I X. But nobody would ever, ever, ever like when we write it, we write it as Grand Prix's P R I X E S. Yeah. Grand Prixes. Yeah. Grand Prixes. That's us. That should be our. That should be our pod, Our new podcast name. <laughs> Grand Prixes. I don't Grand know if Prix. anybody would know what you meant if you typed Grands Prix. I don't think anybody would understand that that was the plural. Yeah, I, I, I've actually done that a few times, and in some documents, and either the people who are reading it uh, recognize that it's correct and don't say anything, or they're just not reading it. Exactly. We, we should have a shard tournament and call it Grixis Grand Prixes. Okay. Grixis, Grand Prixis. <laughs> That's what I think we should do. Sorry. To... So there, there is. What is what is that new the new Mirror Universe card from uh, uh, New Forever? Oh, where you switch life totals? Where you switch life totals? It's like six Soul and eight. Ten. What's that? Soul conduit. Soul conduit. I so want to make a, like a deck where I I just sit back and just pay a bunch of life. Yeah. To make like the that that one particular dragon really stupid huge, and then tap the full <laughs> conduit to steal your life total, and then start paying more mana into it and swing at somebody else. I told so you about awesome. when we were talking about the pre-release how that guy was had the the emulating soul eater the same thing as the dragon but the two drop. Yeah, he doesn't have flying, and he was like, "I'll make my life one, and then I'll make your life total one, and attack you with my twenty twenty or like my my yeah ten one right." Oh, but at that point, yeah, you don't need to pay that much into it because they're just because they're going to be lowered. Just the, as you raise the, it. the idea of of uh, you know you've got cards like hatred, you've got card. I mean, you could fling that guy. You like attack a you know attack one guy with the dragon, kill them, and then fling it to spin it at somebody else. And then the third guy is left at one <laughs> mana. So all you got to do is draw like. hornet's and then. Or that, or that other card where it's like you know the one red uh, mana that you can pay with uh, with two with with two life instead. That all it does is just do the one damage to something. All right, gut shot. Gut shot. Oh, no. Sure, I and mean, that just seems the red one. Yeah, that seems fun to me. Or you could do, <laughs> or you, could do um, you know, I've mentioned it before. Eternity vessel. For some reason, I've got a bunch of them, so I'm just looking for a use for this card, really. Isn't there something that says the buyback? Oh, it's flashback. 
the flashback cost of spells you play this turn is equal to the casting cost? Uh, I think the card kind of looks like radiate. It's a red card from like invasion or something. But um, you're talking like or, I think seize the day. Is that? I think uh, I think that doubles your. I think that combat a single card. So you're um, talking about eternity vessel. They just uh, they just printed proliferate. Yep. You can increase the charge counters on it. So every time you play a land, like let's say it starts at 20 charge counters, and then you you contagion engine it a few times. The next time you play your land, your life goes to 28. And then you do it again, and the next time you play your land, your life becomes, like, 35, you know, 36, something like that. I so want to use this card with, what is it, Yawgmoth's Bargain? Like, <laughs> pay a bunch of life, draw a bunch of cards. Draw a bunch of cards. Life, drop my land. Let's look at nice. that and back up to where I was. You know, nice. and then have, uh, then have like, a Sanguine Bond out, and just, it's like, oh, look, I gained life! Go figure. Is that um, gaining life, or is that your life total changing? When your life Ooh. total changes, you are gaining life. Okay, I didn't. Oh, uh, as a as a byproduct. I mean, that's so it triggers everything that. So anything that triggers off of you gaining life. So if you go, if your life total, if you're at ten and your life total becomes twenty, you just gain ten life. Um, right. So that's interesting. Right. So um, uh, that'll end a bunch of arguments now that everybody knows that. <laughs> that conversely, like if you're at eleven and your life total becomes one. You've lost you know, ten lives. You just you just lost ten life. Lost life. Yeah. So. Oh, and uh, and one thing that people might not know that you can't pay Phyrexian mana costs if your life total can't change. Well, you you, you can't pay the two life. You can pay the red or the well, blue. That's, well, obviously that's what I'm talking about because you can play the regular <laughs> stuff. Yeah, like obviously. The what you call it? The Phyrexian mana with the loss of life. You can't play it. Yeah, Phyrexian oh, symbols. One thing I want to talk about while we're on the subject of life gain. Uh, well. Um, As he falls down a hole? No, no, no. Apparently. No. He's back. Okay. Well of Lost Dreams. Whenever you gain life, you may pay X, where X is less than or equal to the amount of life you gained if you do draw X cards. Mm-hmm. That, like, life gain decks have this issue where like, they use all their life gain cards, and they've got, like, one or two cards in hand. Right. So, like, you go and you you uh, you uh play, I'm thinking, like, the two mana gain five from from Scars can turn into, like, four mana, gain five life, draw, you know, two cards, which isn't very right. good, but it lets you keep really refilling your hand up with all these life gain spells you have. Wow, yeah, so that makes every life gain card actually better, even yeah. the bad ones. And that's and that's why Survival Cash was actually a pretty decent card. Oh, yeah. Okay, because it's... You can, you can get two cards out of it. Um, what is it, gain three life and draw a card, and then it has rebounds? It's, it's, I think it's gain, gain two, two. If your life is you, higher than an opponent's draw a card. Yeah, oh. and then it's got rebound, so you get to do it again. To do it again, so you might not do it. You might not draw the card the first time, but then that life gain from the yeah. first casting well, puts you. You might not draw it the second time because they're like, oh, we don't want him to have. I just fed her, so she's just passed out finally. You're not muted, fuck Debbie. Sorry. Oh, that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then like Palaka Worm is a is a big is a big uh, EDH yeah. uh, card in uh, in. Green. That's a good card. Uh, it's 7-7. Seven, seven. What does it cost? 7? Yeah, 7 mana, 7-7, seven, seven, trample. Gain 7 yeah. when it enters, draw a card when it dies. Yeah. Pretty cool. That's just <laughs> all over the place good. All right, so yeah. this is... We spent... I think we, we had a plan. Listeners, we had a plan. Which then, we did this time. And then they spoiled the commander decks today. Uh, official lists, and we were and we're we're on the cutting edge of news, as you as you all know. 
And so we wanted to talk about those. So, Through that. So, so, uh, yeah, so we did a little- All in all, I think we did a lot. There was a lot of magic content. A lot. In this episode. A lot. I want to see... I wonder if people will notice. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see, was it, I was actually sitting here trying to figure out, uh, like, something to do with transcendence. <laughs> yeah, that's a crazy-ass card. Like, okay, so... Where it swaps it, where when you gain life, you lose life, and uh, you can't lose by having zero life, but if you go to tw- above yeah. 20, you die. Well, so transcendence is, yeah, uh, you don't lose the game for having zero or less life. Uh, when you have more life in the game, whenever you lose life, you gain two life for each one life you lost. Okay, so that's a trigger. So it's not an instead. So you could sit there, and I was like, okay... And you guys, if you come up with something better, I mean, I, I I spent a little bit of time, but I was trying to think. I was like, with any of those power pumpers where you could pay a bunch of life, so it'd be like, um, uh, I'm go- I'm I'm sitting at three. I'm gonna pay one life into 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 that dragon. Was it molten steel dragon? Yeah. Okay. Then I'm gonna gain two life. Now I'm back up to now I'm up to uh, four. Now I'm gonna pay. You know, uh, I'm gonna pay two life. Again, to pump up its power, and then, you know, right. so you're doing it at instant speed, and you can, like, respond to the triggers so that you can get <laughs> to a point where you can pump that dragon up infinitely. And then, right. then you got to be able to kill your opponent before, uh, oh. before, the, start <laughs> before the last one resolves. Yeah, before the, before the triggers start resolving and you start gaining, uh, gaining the life that you don't <laughs> want to gain. So, uh, <laughs> Um, on the subject of Phyrexian mana and the life total switcher, if you have Platinum Angel out, can you pay into negative life, or can you only pay to zero? You cannot pay into ne- you you can't you can't pay it. Like okay, if, so like if you have if you have Platinum was it did you have Platinum Angel or Platinum Empyrean? Platinum Angel, the one you can't lose the game. It's basically right. that you can't pay life you don't have. And I, I, I knew that. I was just making sure that like you couldn't pay yourself down to zero and then switch your life total with all your opponents? No, you can pay yourself down to one and then switch okay. your life and then switch a life with an opponent. Yeah. What's that? Uh, so, yeah, so so some, something with transcendence, I think. I Wait, think. the one, are you talking about the one that says you don't lose the game if your life total is zero? No, no, I'm talking about the one that says, like, Platinum Angel, you, don't, you can't lose the game, your opponents can't win the game. Yeah, Wait, you so, can't pay yourself down yeah. to zero? Uh, you can pay yourself down to zero, but then you're kind of oh. dead. Okay, okay, now I'm confusing. I'm confusing the one that is that you can't pay, that your life total can't change, and that you're... Yeah, that's yeah. a platinum Wait, period. it's the one that says that you can't lose, you can pay yourself down to zero, right? And then you don't lose? Right, but he's talking about, like, switching yes. life with his... Oh, right, okay. I was, yeah, that's what I was Yeah, you can pay down to zero. Yeah, you, you can pay down to zero, not one, right? If you have Platinum Angel in play, yeah. But not further than that. Well, yeah, you, can't you can't pay life you don't have, so... You can't pay past zero. But you, but you could pay to zero and then switch to the life totals, right? If you have out Platinum Angel, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well, that's right. a good trick. <laughs> yeah, it's a little risky, though. Right, because anybody could intervene and then, whoop, up dead. Platinum Angel. <laughs> yeah, just being at zero life in general is... is it's scary. It's, it's, a little, scary. it's a little risky. <laughs> All right. Pretty for, risky. Some, for some reason, it's like I was thinking that like Platinum Angel wasn't... Even though I think you initially said that, for some reason I completely forgot about it. I was like, no, you don't want to pay yourself down to zero and then switch life totals because that would be 
bad. <laughs> You'd find out quickly that it doesn't quite work that way. <laughs> but if you have the platinum, platinum uh, angel, yeah, could be a good trick as long as you can pull it off. Uh, well, so all right. So, Andrew, are you ready for work? Yes. Sorry, Woo-hoo. I am also ready for work. <laughs> That's fine. Because wow. I get to go do articles tonight. And guess what? Guess what tomorrow is on Animation? It's my favorite day of the week. What, Wednesday? Wednesday or something? Mother fracking Vorthos Wednesday. <laughs> I get to do multiple articles about flavor. Oh, great. You love it. It's awesome. We get to talk about art and setting and mood and what people feel. Debbie, you know what you should do? Find people that agree with me about the uh, trinket mage. The trinket mage argument. Hey, Find as many an professionals write as an you article can. about it. Dude, Christian could write. I'll write an article about a it. A novel. Trinket mage art. could write five thousand words. See, this <laughs> trinket mage art tells more of a you story. And I think that whole argument was just you and me. Uh, I would be like, I don't understand how you can make that claim. And you're like, no, he's like peering at it. Because like, this. Well, this guy's peering at it too. Well, no, he's not peering. He's just looking. Yeah, this exactly. person's peering. Anybody <laughs> should know that. What, what the hell? Anybody who knows anything. Really, that, that was Brian trolling Christian. I realized that after a, about an hour <laughs> of our poor after listeners' about time. An hour. <laughs> after an hour of that. Yeah, it was a little bit of trolling. It was like I really could could have cared less uh, about the argument. <laughs> I, I was surprised you had such a feeling on, uh, that was opposite. Well, that a little card like that. <laughs> <laughs> of course, our listeners he's have heard that gazing, episode. So they know what we're talking gazing about. into this into this thing, and you don't know what it is. And I was like, "Well, it kind of looks like a little feather thing, doesn't it?" He's like, "But you, but it know. isn't. But you don't. It's know. not. But that's the thing." Well. <laughs> And then the old the old trinket mage is just drawn, you know, with a little bit of extra detail, and he's just looking at a pile of bubbly circles. Okay, moving on. <laughs> we are not getting into the trinket mage discussion I'm gonna, again. I'm start trolling again. No. Well, we we if seem Andrew to be in the spot, work, the part of the show where Debbie says, "Make it stop." Andrew has to go to work. That's we do we not know. have time for the hour long discussion that is Christian versus Brian, <laughs> vis a vis trinket mage. That's the next dueling. He's not looking at like a little pile of bubbles. He's looking at like some sort of like moving on. Your spike. <laughs> okay, <everybody>. moving on. <laughs> You know, we should do a duels deck. We should create a duels deck of Christian versus Brian. That would be awesome. All the cards that we've ever argued about. I think it'd really just be Trinket Mage, because every time we start arguing, oh, Trinket Mage and Death Lace. <laughs> Death Lace is a good card. What? It is. <laughs> there we go. Trinket Mage and Death Lace. Cards that we've argued about. I'm sure we could, we could put I think 58 basic lands. Yeah, that should be. Fifty. There you go. Well, we gotta have like some artifact lands for the trinket mage to go search. Otherwise, that's what dumb. <laughs> well, you like your your little crystal, Brian. Whatever. It's gonna be dumb no matter what. So <laughs> I made your trinket. I made your trinket. the dumbness. Mage. Your trinket mage is on the stack. I cast death lace on it. What color is it? Yeah. Resolves. Hmm. I like that. Black. Hey, look at you. Moving I had to think on. about it for a second. Moving on. Actually, I knew I could say that because I can always like splice myself in with the right answer. Just poke myself in the eye with my microphone. 
<laughs> was, just, oh. was it on purpose dedication. to try to make it stop? Make this podcast stop. <laughs> hey, hey, we've naturally occurred to, at that time in the in the episode. Yep, like, and Debbie's like, stop. stop. Yeah, we, have, we, have sus- we have business to discuss, too. Oh, we do have business oh, to discuss. Business. So make it stop well, real quick. It's very important. All right, well, thank you, everyone, for listening to uh, episode 38, right? Yeah. How come it feels like we've been doing this for two years? Because, yeah. Uh, and we're in episode 38. I've been doing See, we like need to have a really months. super cool, awesome episode for episode 42. Oh, yeah, like the Douglas up. Adams uh, special mm-hmm. tribute. Awesome. It's, it's, do you guys, what episode is the mana pool up to now? Like, like 7,012. <laughs> no, because we had that thing at their 100th episode and they're coming up on like 7,012. Yeah. 7, yeah. And, and we've done like 15 in, <laughs> in that amount of time. <laughs> well, because we have so much content, so much good content in ours that it really takes our listeners that long to See, absorb this it all. Is the guy. This is the guy that wants to argue about the Trinket Mage story. It's like, oh, we've got so much good content. <laughs> and moving on. True that. All right, well, thank you for the, this. This was our Get a Life episode. And uh, it was great. It was sucky, 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 horrible. It was sucky, 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 sucky horrible. <laughs> Three suckies and adorable. Oh, is that what it is? No, it was originally sucky, 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 horrible. Making it terrible now? Is that what SSH means in computer terms? It does now. That's right. All right, people. We love you. Thanks for listening. Brian loves most of my eye hurts. And Andrew's eye hurts. Okay. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.